Hey everybody, welcome back to Paper Play Action. I am your host, Amani Brown. We are here with Andre and Leon this time. Say what's good, good day to you all. Good day, good day. <laughs> <laughs> it's the running joke at this point, and it might as well. Yes, we captured the line once more. <laughs> this time it was a bit more. I dig it. I had to like, take a few weeks off. Like, that's fine. We gave him a nice around. vacation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. And all of a sudden, I was like, Shoot, man, that should take long. You nigga there. You know, <laughs> and, uh, all of a sudden, I just saw Armani in the distance, just standing there, like, menacingly. Ran off. <laughs> so I ran off, but then I looked back. He was just standing there. So he actually opened up the folding chair and sat down. And I turned around, and then right beside me was Andre sprinting completely. And I'm like, <laughs> "What?" And then he tapped me down, and I choked him out. <laughs> Man kept up with an it's entire animal. Booking it next to it. Where do you think you going? I'm back for a reason, brother. I'm after you. It's perfect. So, how you guys doing? How's your weeks? What's up? You guys great, been? man. Uh, great. It's it's been. Man, it's been, been a magical wink. Wink. It's been definitely a good week. Uh, video game wise, uh, movie wise, uh, comic book wise, also been a good week, but an interesting week because it's kind of been this week of in the middle. You know, I'm I'm, sw I'm not swayed one way or the other. I'm right, I'm right in the middle, but I'm enjoying seeing the potential of the thing that I'm uh, reading or whatever. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much been my week as as a uh, summary. I kind of get that. What about you guys? Um, mine's has been one of, I guess, doing well. I should start off by saying. But I guess, like, Good. random ups and downs is the best way to describe it. Like, it's been going in a in an upwards direction the whole time, being like, yes, yes, good discovery, we're doing things. And then suddenly we get, like, some bumps that we'll probably talk about later on in mm. this podcast. But definitely the idea of, like, starting some new ideas and trying to get places, so. Good, man. Good. That's what I'm talking about. But you, Leon? Uh, for me, it's been just kind of steady, nothing too out there. Um, I had I prior um, family came by, uh, brother, niece, his girlfriend, that was like a fun moment right there. Always good to see the family. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, it's very important, especially in a time like this, brother. For sure. You do, you do, but you know, older brothers can be annoying, so there's, there's that factor too. <laughs> uh, as the older brother of my group I understand I have to do this <laughs> <laughs> but uh besides from that uh, I purchased a book can you guess the yeah, book okay. on no I cannot honestly mm. Garden of the Moon Ooh. yeah it's okay the, tell me about this the book first, it's the uh 
the ones that you've been recommending are all recommended. Yeah, I think the first one of the year. Oh, uh, Yes. Okay. He jumped on. Yes. 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 This entire podcast <laughs> is going to be on that book. So I. Oh my I god. Have, I sure. haven't completely started it yet. I, I purchased it today. And I got home. All right, put it like this, Leon. You you just said I was in the in the mountains of Asia, Bruh, It's good that you're reading this book. I'm in that book, bruh. I'm telling you, my man. Yo, please, someone, someone, start drawing whatever they think of after starting to read this book. Please, just like if you get any sort of idea, let me just intrude this. If you get any sort of idea from anything as reading this book as you're reading this book just draw it draw it to the best of your <laughs> just, do, just do it please <laughs> give it a shot I just please see it. <laughs> and thank you I, I personally think please this, continue I think this see that's the thing so far from what I'm understanding I Paul disagrees very much disagrees I really do think Malazan can work as another series besides book Based on a lot of the things he said, I'm just like, I feel like you could get this out there in another way as well. Like, it doesn't have to just be what it is. It, it might be okay. Because it sounds bigger than what it is, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Like, when, when he talks about some of the stuff that happens in that book, I'm like, there's no way you can't do this in some other medium. No, There's no way you can't. <laughs> well, to be honest, he does That is that is true. That Paul, you love him as a person that you, when you feel his hype, you know it's good, but yeah. you do have to take his hype with a slight grain of salt sometimes. It's the same thing with me as well. I'm not even gonna lie. There's some stuff definitely that I'll I'll be like, hey yo, this is kind of clean, but it's because it it scratches my specific itches, and mm-hmm. I, I'll let people know. I'm like, no, they're doing a the thing that like I really like. <laughs> I seem to be the most balanced person here. You all have like serious. Serious niches, <laughs> and I'm, I'm the guy that's like in the middle, surrounded by all of these niches vicariously and of my own. But all of my <laughs> desires are just so balanced that when I come on here, I, I sort of sometimes feel like I'm being very quiet, but at the same time, <laughs> when I do start talking, I may get into like a, oh, what go. feels like a goddamn 15 <laughs> minute. <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> When you when you hit a topic that Andre is gonna talk about, he goes. <laughs> or Andre he talks about it. He will go. He will oh go no! Oh, for sure. With the dislike, he will go. This oh is- oh god! Don't let me rage that, either, that, please. That was a bait, and he oh, knew it. Man. I was like, "Don't do this," and he did it. <laughs> I just want to say this. No, don't talk. No, we just said no. don't do this. And then it exploded. So it was but Unreal. Let's let's continue with your week, Leon. What's uh, yes, who's who's gonna go? All right, Leon, you're you're reading Malazan, please. Yes, please. I, I am reading that. I will continue reading that. I will give you my thoughts if I am on here next week. If you capture me next week, I should say. Um, Rather, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would assume you wouldn't be done with that book in a week. So, because no, no. so, I mean, like, I'm as I'm like getting farther, I'm not that I'm not far enough to really have an opinion. Yeah. yeah, it's like so. Um, we, whenever we catch you. You'll be making progress in it, so it's mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> um, so aside from that, work has been fine. Uh, but uh, sadly enough, yesterday I checked my phone. I got some sad news. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
The man himself is gone. Author, writer, uh, designer of Berserk uh, has passed at the age of 54. Yeah, that one, uh, that's one of those downs. <laughs> it's definitely a big down for me, I'm not even gonna lie. A moment of silence, please, for, for our boy. Alright, science up. Go. Yep. Uh, we have to, <laughs> not, not to be disrespectful or anything, but it's an audio medium. Dead air is precious time. <laughs> yep, yep. yep, yep. <laughs> but I definitely got to give it my, actually, my heart's go out to the family or whatever. Because. Um, yes, honestly, uh, as, as someone who. I didn't read Berserk, um, I more watched Berserk. Mm-hmm. But. Just the, just the sheer legend of that manga, that story, and how many things it influences. For like, sure. I, I, Guts is, Guts, and that's, I, I feel like it, it's got a name. His sword's got a name. The dragon. What's his sword's yeah. name? Yes, my God. It goes out. All the names mm-hmm. for me to forget. But, that's, that image, <laughs> the image of just seeing Guts in the uh, Berserk armor with the Dragon Slayer is... It is called the Berserk Armor, right? Berserk Armor, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That is correct. That's, I, that's probably... I don't know, it's fine. It's a spoiler warning, warning, I guess. Warning, I but, guess. like, it's it's Berserk. <laughs> You've seen it. Just, yeah. yeah. It's a legendary manga. The the amount of things that it expi- inspired that I am a deep fan of... It, it inspired yeah. Dark it's, it's, it's incredible. It's about fantasy. It inspired dark fantasy in general. Uh, I'm a huge dark it, fantasy. It, oh my god! It does so many ripple. different things. Um, yeah. And even in the game that I play, I mentioned before, Final Fantasy fourteen. There's a whole mm-hmm. tribute, a whole community to it of just standing in the main, one of the main cities, Udal, and uh, they're yeah. in a lot with campfires in front of them. Wow. With their Are you dark knight swords, yes, with their dark knight swords. That's their class. They have to be. Edgeboard, Dark Knight, Ace of the Dark, everything. Setting a line. Everyone there. My my Twitter itself has been blowing up too with nothing but, like, because I follow a ton of artists. Mm-hmm. Nothing mm-hmm. but Berserk art consistently yeah, of, like, Guts, mm-hmm. Casca, everyone just there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that man's legend. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the gifts, the, the images I've seen in tribute have gone from hyper realistic dark fantasy portrait landscapes dedicated to Berserk to like 8-bit gifts of uh, a one tear coming down Guts's cheek and then landing on the ground and like splashing and then the wind blows the tear away and he's just standing there with that with the dragon slayer over his shoulder bro these yes. these tributes have been phenomenal mm-hmm. this this community is Definitely one that I'm going to invest myself in, and um, thank you, Leon, for even reminding me to get back into Final Fantasy. Like, did, didn't we play before? I feel we like did, we played. We did. I yeah, we have played. It, yeah, you, yeah. Happened. It's been uh, a while. Yeah, but we will definitely get back into that. But I say sure. join in now. Thank you, guys. This is what's going on. Uh, those campfires are not cheap. They get a lot of materials to make them, and so they're really just going out of the way. We are just doing yeah. stuff. People are making them, giving out for free. And they're even cheaper now in the market. Some people are even selling it for one gift or even less than that. So, gotcha. I wanted to thank all the uh, artists 
all these people giving, you know, using their talents, their artistic talents to pay respects to such an incredible artist and uh, writer. Um, because that, that expression of love, just showing what you feel through your own artistic expression, that's incredibly valuable to me. And so thank you uh, to the Berserk community for even doing that. I, and like, of course it was going to happen. But the mm-hmm. fact that that didn't have to be questioned is just it's I, just phenomenal. I just sent some images that I had to take uh, yesterday and today. Uh, just every little line. Wow, dude. I, yeah, it looks I awesome. did edit it a bit just to make it look more nice. Yeah. That's cool, man. Put some nice little filters on it. Mm-hmm. Some color pop. Fill it. Some people even say that he was already he already knew that he was going to pass it. And he even like, wrote in his manga saying, like, uh, in a literal panel where he met with Guts and then thing I could think at this point is um, from what I hear from what I hear but uh, it seems like he has gone out of his way to uh, put down and jot down where the rest of Berserk was supposed to go okay. how it was going to end which Definitely is about part that. of yeah that is part of one, one of my greatest fears on it was just does Berserk just end with nothing does it not let it just fade away and it has now become a story. It, it, it can never, it's crazy because it can never truly fade away. Mm-hmm. It's, it's inspired way too much, but it'd be, it would go down in history as one of the greatest stories that were never, never fully told. But yeah. um, from what, oh, from what I've understood, do not uh, quote me, but from what I've been hearing and understanding, he has at the very least um, shared the events that going forward what it would be with some of his assistants and those around him. So, there is an opportunity for Berserk to be finished, mm-hmm. for his for his final work to be finished after his death. Um, but like I, like we all said, his loss will be felt, and uh, as we've already seen, it's very felt throughout yeah. a bunch of communities. They've gone mm-hmm. out of their way to just game like little other games that haven't been inspired by it have gone out of their way to put things in it for guts and things of that nature. So. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. for not for guts, but for um, for Berserk the author, and him himself. So, was it? But rest in peace, a legend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just gonna be AFK throughout this whole podcast. I'm gonna be AFK throughout the whole podcast. Danny, the same one. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. The whole time. <laughs> exactly. Now you know. In this podcast, we have respect being made in the background. Now you know. <laughs> We've been speaking the whole time. I'll share, bro. Um, but aside from that, there's nothing else, really. There's nothing else I can really think of. Okay, that's fair. All right. Well, I'll go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. So, this, this past week I've been, uh, let's see, first and foremost, Butt Hood, Outlaws and Thieves, and Amani, we had started talking about that a little bit before, or, that's not what it's called. It's called Hood, Outlaws, and Legends. Yes. I always call it Outlaws and Thieves because I feel like it should be called Outlaws and Thieves. But it's <laughs> Outlaws and Legends. 
Um, and I only say it should shouldn't be called outlaws and legends, and rather be called outlaws and thieves because we already know that they're legends, but the twist on this lore is to make it seem like they're not legends. Well, they are they are legends only because we know about Robin Hood. It's it's a cool legend, but if you want to put yourself into this world more, uh, these characters are nothing like the characters of Robin Hood lore that you know. So, they're, what what are they more? They're, they're really thieves more, which is cool. Thieves for a cause, which is cool, but as I will continue to expound, that premise is the... It's the major thing that drew me in. Because I'm a huge... If you're going to talk about any kind of... Uh, I don't know, like medieval like era fantasy. I love, I love Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. I love pirates. And I love knights and dragons, bro. I love my, 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 my medieval fantasy. Jumble and stumble on my words. I love my medieval fantasy. I love my Robin Hood fantasy. I love my pirate fantasy. I love my Lord of the Rings fantasy. And Robin Hood having such a cool twist on it. For me, I'm a sucker for that kind of shit. Yep, yep. Yeah, you you already got me invested. But for anyone who isn't already like, oh yeah, dude, that's such a cool. Oh, I see what they did with Marion by making her uh, a like a druidic huntress. That's dope. Friar Tuck is Friar Took, and he's a mystic monk. Little John is. <laughs> a brawler with a sledgehammer instead of a, a bow, a staff yeah, he, instead of having this really thick, long huge staff he's got a sledgehammer uh, makes sense okay. yeah, I get. Yeah, sure And that's. I mean, that's fine, that's fine makes sense uh, And it, it makes sense cause you're run, dude I'll get into that, and Robin Hood my man is this silent assassin at range Headshots are insta kills. Oh, wow, dude, it is it's awesome. But Robin does not do good in melee. He's not a ranged character, or another. Me- he's not an up close character. He's not a melee character. He's a ranged character. Mm-hmm. Do not think that you are going to play Robin and be able to stand toe to toe with any other character in this game. Now, as I said, if you're into that Robin Hood shit like myself, you will be invested enough or interested enough to get the game, to give it a shot, as right now. Maybe. If you're like me, if you like it enough, like me. But, the game is half price right now. I got it after tax off the PlayStation Store for $32.01. So, after a few hours of playing the game, I was like, damn, I want my money back. <laughs> I was like, it was like, I, I, I was like, shit, man. Yeah. This is the I, I broke, yeah. I broke my, my vow of not buying new games, and I was like, ah, I'm gonna buy this game. It's a half price game. I'm going to buy it. They, the, what they said, what they told me was super dope. You know, like the trailers, the like the 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 marketing, super dope. Uh, maybe I didn't look at the marketing enough to see that they weren't really talking about. What they were showing, it's not like they were showing a lot. But 
as I continued to play the game and start playing the game the way the game wants you to play, which is you have no choice but to talk to your teammates. You have no choice, otherwise you are not going to have any fun. And I mean that. Like like no it fun. It's very co op based. Yes. Very like you are a team. You are a team and listen, you can win by not you can win silently. You can. If you have a squad of four well it's a it's a four V four highest so let me talk about how the game works. Training, the game has two modes. Two modes. And that's not really enough after hours of gameplay, after like I'm I'm saying like after after five, ten hours of gameplay, fifteen hours of gameplay, you're going to be very bored. Unless you are playing with friends uh, who love this shit okay. as well. If you're not playing with friends, bro, or you're you're the randoms that you're playing with that you get lobbied up with, mm-hmm. if you guys just don't like you guys are communicating and you guys are just not vibing with the chemistry, it's not gonna happen, bro. You're not gonna have a good time. Okay, that's just the facts of the matter, bro. The game is divided into two modes. That's it. Training, which is you lobbied up with three other players multiplayer it's it, the game is just multiplayer you lobby up with three so you do need playstation plus i got it on playstation to our listeners you do need playstation plus to play this the most the majority of the players that you play with will be pc because this game is cross-platform and the pc players enjoy it way more the pc <laughs> players enjoy it way more but their their the player count for the pc player base is dropping as we speak so it's got mixed reviews on steam you can get it on steam it's got mixed reviews if you're into robin hood and you're into uh stealth gameplay you're into uh more more realistic movement put it like this people have said this is for honor but robin hood and and assassin's creed so it's the assassin's about to say, creed yeah, multiplayer it sounds but like for the, honor yeah it sounds like if you played assassin's creed multiplayer the right way Yes, I'm calling yes. people out that would just run around the right yes. way. Then yeah, you would really yes. enjoy this game. <laughs> and and it, you probably will because it, the game is it's darker. It's the pacing is pretty much like this. So you have two modes. Uh, the 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 training mode is the other mode of the half. That's not important because that's just the team of four, the four players uh, versus the state. So it's the NPCs, you know, the, the, the AI. And that's training because it's good for you to not have to worry about other players, player characters, while you're, you know, getting into your rhythm and learning how to coordinate with the team, you know. And, uh, and after that, it's heist. So there's training and heist. Heist, it's 4v4 versus the state. You have to get the sheriff's key. The sheriff is Mr. X. Do not think that the goal is to kill the sheriff. You know that that's not, that's not the goal already. But I'm just here to tell you, you can't kill the sheriff. It's <laughs> Mr. X in armor. 
and he one kills you, he one shots you, this you can only put him down, and he will get back up. That's all you can do, and it's the the game starts, and you don't want to alert as you don't want to alert any guard because when you're playing in heist when an area is alerted when an area goes into any high alert the other team will get a notification that an area on the map was put into high alert which means the other team is there or at least a member of them and if the game just started then all four of you are definitely at that part of the map so that allows the other team to know where you're positioned you know of the many places that you can be positioned you know you look at your map on encampment you can see all right at least i know that the players aren't here the maps are pretty large uh very enjoyable but also very limited there's not many of them and the devs have already said they're going to be releasing free stuff throughout the year for the game there's going to be you know some pretty good support sounds good uh the oh, sooner okay. they can yes and i love that which is why i'm willing to stick into the game or uh even further because the sooner they get out that free stuff or the first free stuff the first batch of free stuff the better For sure. uh, this is this is just the right time to do that uh but the pacing is you guys are moving stealthy for a little while then one of the teams gets the key who's doing the leaves around my house <laughs> Lawn work. It's a good day outside. People are probably taking advantage of this weather. But anyways, the, the game starts. You guys are moving stealthy. Someone gets the sheriff's key. Your team gets alerted that you guys got the sheriff's... Or the, the enemies got the sheriff's key. Or you guys get the sheriff's key. Uh, the key to the, the vault, rather. Makes off sense. the sheriff. You have to pickpocket him off the sheriff. Don't try um, to kill him. That, 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 don't mm. try to kill him. Mm. I don't like that. Do not... Do not try to kill him. Yeah. And but the thing is, the sheriff is not really a problem, but you can use him to your advantage. And I'll get into that. I like that. You this game, this game, bro, you guys like talk to your teammates. Because when you guys start talking and using tactics, oh my god, this game opens up. It opens up, but there's still a lot more that needs to be added to the game. It's it's it'll get boring. <laughs> it can still get boring, but it will open up enough where you guys will be like, all right, you want to go? You want to you want to do another round? You want to do another round? You want to do another round? So, someone gets the treasure key, be it your team or your opponent's team, and you got to find the vault. The vault, uh, not find the vault. You have to find the sheriff so you can get the key. As soon as you get the key, they'll let you know where the vault is. You go get the vault. At this point, the pacing is still not every player on the map is running around with their, their heads cut off, like a chicken with their head cut off. Mm -hmm. It has, it's still a, a tactical, stealthy game. When it devolves into, okay, everyone's just trying to spawn as quickly as possible, even though they can't spawn any faster than the clock will count down <laughs> and allow them to spawn on one of the Dom, like like the dominated camp points on the map. Like I'm, if you guys have played For Honor, you can play this game. Get yo. We need to capture A. We need to capture B. We need to capture C. 
so that we can spawn in one of these places because once the once the treasure chest starts getting extracted once the team starts extracting the treasure chest then it's like everyone's just out to kill anybody they can wow. to get back to the area you need to, to get to, <laughs> yes you oh my god please get with a team that talks it sounds like Aaron would be very good at this oh yeah for sure Aaron would enjoy this would Aaron would game. enjoy this um, on console right now do not play as Robin do not play as Marion you, you're better off playing as Fry Took or or uh, Little John or just John as it's called in the game. unless you because are really melees, good at that kind of unless thing. you are really yeah, yeah. good like the people who I've seen pull off these headshots and like like quick fast in a hurry like as if they're Robin Hood well they, you're not going to do a quick fast in a hurry because Robin does not draw do not think that you are like you are known as the marksman of the game but do not think that you're firing off a flurry of arrows. You only get a certain number of arrows. You have to find uh, arrow chests. They're, like, and it's they're they're plenty enough. And the team, your team, can mark on like they can uh, like tag it. They can tag it and say, "Ammo here." Uh, but Marion and Robin need arrows. Marion needs bolts. They can get it at ammo boxes. And there are gear boxes. Everyone gets their you know their throwable item. Uh, of course, you can distract. You can throw a pebble, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. Mm -hmm. But with Robin, you're not. You get seven arrows, and drawing it back is not quick. I'm sure there's a perk where you're, uh, you can pull back. The, you you can knock the arrow faster, or not knock it faster, but draw back the string faster and fire the arrow. Mm -hmm. But when you're starting out as Robin, it's better off to just be on PC because those cats are pulling off headshots like nobody's business. You're not gonna see it on console right now. Everyone on console right now is either playing Took, and he's you know the healer mystic, or they're playing John, who is the brawler who gets unlimited stamina when he you know uses his ability and shit. Good Sounds game, fun. and you'll enjoy it if you give it a shot. Try to give it a shot. Uh, moving on. Look, yeah, it does sound fun. Just looking forward to it does, the updates it, that they, they Yes, definitely look forward towards the updates. If you're not already invested in some Robin Hood type shit and you're not someone who is like, I can enjoy the... There is a mechanic in the game where if you are behind someone, you can assassinate them. So there's a lot of butt sniffing in this game. Ooh. Of the, yeah, the the enemies like because as soon as you press square, you assassinate that person. But it's not an instant assassination. There's an, there's an, uh, you know an animation that goes through, and you can be interrupted or killed. As as far as I'm aware, because I have been interrupted by all Johns. It was only a John that ever interrupted me. I don't know if any other character can. I don't know if that's a feature, but I've not been able to interrupt anyone other. Or anyone else, I've not been able to interrupt an assassination uh, upon my team member from uh, an opponent. Maybe I've just been too late. Maybe they've already been dead, really. But you know, there's a lot of butt sniffing in the game. There are a lot of people exploiting that. You know, just crouch behind. Because as soon as you crouch, you can assassinate. As long as you're behind someone. So you crouch. You're in a you're in a fight. If you can get around, if you can get behind this person, you're both sniffing each other's butts trying to get behind them and then press that button so you can be the first one to hit it and they assassinate you. If you <laughs> Right, like there's 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 work to be done to the game, but it's going to be done to the game. So it is give it a shot. So it'll definitely have something. Keep it keep your eye out. Um 
I can talk about this a lot faster, and all of us definitely have a lot more to input. The Resident Evil Infinite Darkness trailer <laughs> I saw, and bro, that's that's cool. <laughs> oh yeah, that's great. That's cool. It it's not. I can't it's. Wait to see that. I think. I think the shift towards the shift away from the zombies and more towards the yo we need to expose all this shit we need to expose everything that happened in Raccoon City you know, and of course this is a movie yeah like we need to like the, these politics and these politicians and all this we need to tell the truth and we need to we need to shut this down just a really cool premise that I'm seeing uh, that I'm interested in seeing Resident Evil do or I was always interested in seeing Resident Evil do instead of just staying within the you know we're going to a place and there's gonna be zombies there, and and we gotta we got shit to do. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see, uh, you know, that that universe get towards maybe not a definite end, but a perceivable end, or at least a perceivable goal, a perceivable you know, change. Because the yeah, goal, like, yeah, the goal so far has always been to stop Umbrella, but every <clears> time <throat> we get close to stopping Umbrella, we find out like another other thing. Yeah, another aspect of Umbrella exists. So it's like, okay, yeah. Wesker's the bad guy. Get Wesker. Right. Wesker. <laughs> right. And it's like, you know oh, it's this thing. And it's like, no, no, not quite. Even in the mm-hmm. new games, because uh, 8 came out, it's just like, uh, yeah. we're not dealing with zombies anymore, but they definitely mm-hmm. found a new way to start some stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this All is right. a corporation that, like, is... Like as you start Resident Evil, the whole idea is what what they've done to Raccoon City. Like Raccoon City is this is a conspiracy. Yeah. Like this is this is under wraps type stuff, and so it's just cool to see the the series evolve to and things are coming out in the light, or we're trying to or get it. We're trying to usher that in, and where that goes, honestly, I have no fucking idea. I I can't even imagine that right now. And the craziest part is that uh, Raccoon City. Lore-wise, Raccoon City is actually a cover-up. Right. It's, it's the the entire destruction of a city is a cover-up for not only the labs that exist yeah. down there underneath under a Raccoon City, but it's also a cover-up for the fact that uh they send Nemesis after the Stars members to cover up the previous stuff in uh, one. And the idea that like these two characters like uh, Leon and uh, Claire. Are kind of just there and are like, oh wow, uh, this was way bigger than we ever thought it was gonna be. Yeah, they <laughs> were just cops, man. About this. <laughs> yeah, they were just everyday just... cops. Yeah. I'm so glad to see him again, though. I, I, I'm That's my sure. favorite wrestling character, <laughs> but he's such a badass dude. But like, they they were just they were just <laughs> they were just on duty, bro. <laughs> Killing my oh, God. Yeah, Leon really just Leon really walked up into there and was like, "Oh, it's my first day as a cop. What is happening in the city? <laughs> what is yeah. what is going on?" Claire showed up and was just like, "Yo, I was just trying to find my brother. Apparently, he works for right. uh, your division. <laughs> right, he's just a little bit above you, like he's in the same station. All of this is happening." <laughs> no, who's this big guy? Oh, oh no! Oh, it's Mister X. Oh no, <laughs> X gonna give it to me. But it is nice to see those two together. In fact, they mention it in the trailer. Where it's just like Leon is like, ah, we're both here. That something something's gonna go down. There's no way that the two of us are here now and nothing goes down. It's just our <laughs> luck. <laughs> it's just how that works. <laughs> like, but, uh, look, if there's ever two Resident Evil characters in any given place, they might as well just give up. They know they're gonna be fighting something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> That's how you know. Exactly. That's the, sort of the Are there two line. of us here? Damn. Oh no! <laughs> Why do we need to work together? What does that mean? What does it mean? But uh, real quick, just wanted to show this trailer. It's 18 seconds. I just I just saw this. I have not played League of Legends before. I'm going to play League of Legends so that I can watch whatever this show is. Oh, are you talking about? And no, yes. I just watched, I just watched <laughs> this trailer, and paid the most attention because I feel like I've heard this trailer in the background of my mind oh, while I've got too much input. I, yeah, man. Yeah, man. I I freaking knew it. I freaking knew it, man. I knew that that was this was something that was on one of the dockets. Yo. Yeah, Arcane. This trailer came out May 3rd. I'm just now seeing this and registering it. <laughs> Bro. I'm just happy to what, see what them doing. This, I, this I is the Arcane trailer from, yeah, League of Legends getting a show, finally. And I can't oh, wait yeah. for the, to actually see it. It's a Netflix series. Looks good. It honestly looks good. I'm just kind of like, thank you for finally using these characters in anything besides that game. But I feel like we've talked about that sentiment where it's just like, League of Legends is cool. Some people might be like, get mad at me because it's like, how dare you? I'm like, it's a game where you can barely see the characters, so I feel like a lot of the character designs are wasted on a game. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's, that's super wasted. The yeah. That's super wasted. I, <laughs> so that's nice and that's why I didn't play it. Else. Yeah. I'm like, bet. I'll, I can't wait. And I hope that this gets me, the show gets me into more of their world and the other projects they're going to be doing because we're going to be getting a fighting game eventually from them as well. As well as, I think, a hero shooter? Or something of that nature, as well. They're working on two projects right now, and one I think I believe is a hero shooter project, working with the same characters, and the other one is a fighting game working with the same characters. So I'm like, oh, thank God for getting fighting anything else. Game. What's that mean? Hero shooter, yeah. Well, I mean, if you do it right, because um, Gigantic was technically a hero shooter, mm-hmm. but uh, Gigantic was fun. It was it was a MOBA slash hero shooter. If they do it like that, it, it works itself out. It's just like some. Because some of the characters in Gigantic, for instance, straight up melee, like, they were just run in there, beat the shit out of thing. <laughs> but, uh, hero shooter is, like, quote-unquote the genre, but it doesn't mean that all the archetypes have to be, I shoot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which, honestly, either way, I'm excited. I'm excited for, for this project. I'm excited for their new projects. I'm just, I'm like, alright, right? show me, wait, no, this is, a. Uh, it is right. I just almost got confused. But show me, show me anything but what League has been for the past like how long? How long has it been? I don't know. Really. A while. It's so, been for a minute. You. We were, we were in high school. Nothing just came out. No, it's definitely it was earlier than high school. I feel. I think it blew up. Like streaming, it blew up. Yeah, Oh, but let me show you. Let me let me finish up. Let me show you this, this comic here, uh, uh, from my week. Spider Man, Spider Man Shadow, or the Spider Shadow. Excuse me. Very interesting. Uh, yes. I'm uh, upset. Okay, I found out uh, the date real quick. I'll interrupt for like a slight second. Oct. It's literally the day before my birthday. <laughs> what? But it's 2009, so it's October 27th, 2009. Oh, when, uh, when it came out. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's when it came wow. out. And I'm like, wow, okay. <laughs> but go well, ahead, continue. Spider Shadow. 
Yes, uh, The Spider Shadow, uh, written by Chip Zdarsky, and uh, who has also written Spider-Man Life Story. Who, uh, Monty, I know you. Yeah. Good. I, man. Very really good. Really solid. <laughs> really solid. If you've ever... And, man, these... Chip Zdarsky, he's written a lot of stuff that, for Marvel and DC and Image Comics. I'm not going to talk about his entire career, you know, especially when I want to take up any more time. But... I dig his work, and after coming off of the what if, basically, the what if of Spider-Man Life Story and seeing that he was going to write Spider-Man, Spider-Man, or the Spider-Shadow, and it's about Peter Parker keeping the symbiote, a concept, yes, Yes. oh my god, like, it's a what if story about what would have happened if Peter Parker kept the symbiote, and, um, honestly, this is a story that, as a Spider-Man lover boy like this this yep. is a comic I have wanted to write and I've wanted so long to see someone write a Spider-Man comic where Peter Parker and the symbiote can have a healthy relationship this is not that <laughs> <laughs> this is not oh, that this is not man. that <laughs> This is in the opposite direction, but it's still this is, really this, good. But it's good, man. It's so good. It's this like the this, you know. It's still going down the path of. So the only two issues out right now, it's still going down the path of Peter Parker keeping the symbiote is no good. It's bad news. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going down the avenue of. Well, of course, like I said, there's only two issues, so we have only a lot of build up right now mm-hmm. but that build up is enough to create within my mind at least a lot of different possibilities and a lot of different oohs and ahs bro so sure. so mm, this is this is not a spoiler because okay no, I can word this very properly. I can word this uh, correctly. Spider-Man fans will have an idea, but they won't be surprised by it because this this is a recurring theme throughout Spider-Man as a character, the history. So Peter Parker keeps the symbiote. Someone in his life dies, okay? As a result of... So this is around the time. The story is picking up around the time where originally we had... Um, Peter Parker started to question what is this what is this thing and you know Reed Richards has already told him you know let me test it let me do some tests on it let me analyze it let me get back to you about it because it you know it's he's like it's a living suit Peter brings his concern to Reed Richards uh, so and and Peter's also you know feeling very tired he's, he's so tired right? he's super tired he's having nightmares and whatnot so about what you'd expect You've read Spider-Man uh, from the sixties. You know, you know the history. Or watch the shows. You know the history of Spider-Man with mm-hmm. the symbiote. Um, but instead of giving it up and you know freaking out that when he hears the news that the thing is alive, instead of freaking out where he is, where Peter Parker is in his life right now, he this is like giving up the suit is the last thing he would want. 
yeah. it's the last thing he's he's and uh, he says he's like this this thing is making me feel stronger like I'm I feel I feel like we're helping each other I like I genuinely feel it it's making me stronger and we're helping each other we're working together no I'm not gonna give this up so someone dies in his life and with all the pressure and all the all the anxiety all the stress that Peter Parker is under right now and the fact that he just has nothing he makes a decision and that decision is this is not a spoiler that decision is I am going to start killing these villains these 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 motherfuckers have got to go I've had enough I'm going to kill them I'm going to kill them. We're going to start making some real moves out here now. <laughs> like, I'm not playing any, any, any games. He said it one time. He warned this villain one time. This villain made something happen that should not have happened. They crossed the line, and after that one warning, Spider-Man is playing no games. Playing for keeps. But he's playing for keeps. That's literally, uh, Amani, you've probably read it. That's I'm what he says. <laughs> I'm playing, Spider-Man's playing for keep. Dude, oh man. And I, I've got this theory that with the evolution of the character, oh, and the art is awesome. I love the art of this story. Oh, yeah, I love very, the art. Very painterly. It's, it's oh like, God, it's so it's good. It's kind of ill. <laughs> the, the, especially after reading King and Black and knowing that the symbiotes are, the spawn of the god of darkness this seeing the symbiote it's constantly like it's never tight around him it's it's always seems like this this flowing this mist but also this goo or this liquid that's that's puddling around or like hanging off of something or it, it's it's very oh man it's just it's oh, I fucking love that shit but like anyway it becomes unstable in some instances <laughs> It's yeah, yeah, and it's it's, but it's it's just always extending outward, yeah, from him. Like it's never like tight around him, like in clothing where it's it's like he's oh he's just always wearing black clothing. It's like no, dude, are you are you seeing that shit? It's coming off his clothes, like, and look, that's this thing is very alien. It's very obviously alien, but it's it actually takes it's a lot not of hiding from, from Carnage. If ever anybody's ever yeah. seen the, the art for Carnage, Carnage's mm-hmm. art like. A lot. When the symbiote moves around him, it like always looks like it's moving. It's mm-hmm. never like even Venom and Spider-Man themselves, like when they do the design, it kind of sticks. And every so often, like a tendril will come out, or they do a yeah. thing with it. But uh, yeah. Carnage's thing never always seems to be in motion, and that's what mm-hmm. it kind of gives off with this too, where it's like the suit itself is kind of always moving in some way. Yeah, and I think that's very indicative of the relationship between these two this suit doesn't hide this suit doesn't hide its existence at all from anyone whereas where it, it did you know in the original run and uh, you know if spider-man you make spider-man or amazing fantasy is it amazing fantasy anyways you know no but that point yeah, but, uh, i'm pretty sure it's it's just straight but, spider-man <laughs> yeah i have this theory that this where we're going with this is that this Spider-Man's going to end up being the spirit of vengeance. That would actually be kind of cool. As a, because as he's, having these, he's having these dreams, bro. And he's seeing a lot of fight. Like, you see Spider-Man, like, the symbiote, it's got the, the, when it's speaking to him, it's got the black 
text bubble and the white lettering. Okay, mm-hmm. we know that's the symbiote. Spider-Man's thoughts, he's, it's the white box and the red lettering. But when he's having these nightmares, there's this red box, and it's, it, uh, of course, I first thought maybe this has something to do with Carnage. Probably not, because there's fire and skulls in his dreams and his, his when he evolves. Oh, that sounds The image that you're seeing, like what he looks like, he, there's a skull on his face, essentially. Yeah, that would be something. And his, and, and I'm like, I, I, dude, this Spider-Man, I feel it, man. He's on the path to becoming the spirit of vengeance of some sort. I don't know, but, and of course, that's just a theory. It's only issue two. But I think that would be so cool, (laughs) bro. You're combining, you're combining, you're combining two of my characters or two of my favorite characters, not of my favorite characters, the first one, Spider-Man, is my favorite character. But in my like top five favorite, like comic books and like superheroes, number five is Ghost Rider and number one is Spider-Man. My guy. It's such a good, interesting combination. <laughs> I've always loved the relationship between those two, and I have I already have a huge love for Hell spawns with chains. Okay. True. true. <laughs> okay. So <That's> and like <laughs> even Friar Took even Took in in uh. And Hood, Outlaws and Legends, he's got this this flail and it's a chain weapon and he can throw it out like Scorpion and hit you at range. He's my main, by the way, dude, <laughs> to combine the symbiote with Spider-Man and Ghost Rider. Oh, God. What more can... Of, uh, oh, that's so it reminds good. Reminds me of that one time. Uh, have you, I think it was like a Thunderbolts issue? Or it wasn't exactly Thunderbolts, but like... They took um, the oh Spirit Flash Thompson, yeah. During uh, Agent Venom, uh, yeah. they took the Spirit of Vengeance, the symbiote, and they threw it on the Red Hulk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you just wow, saw wow. that and you're like that thing is scary. What? <laughs> what in the world? Why did you do that? <laughs> I was like, oh, oh my god. god, that thing is. Hey man, it's the devil coming after you. Just <laughs> <straight> up. <laughs> but, what are you gonna do? <laughs> Nothing. It sounds like. <laughs> that's 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 my read Spider Man. If you have not started, read Spider Man, the Spider Shadow. It is. It's going in a good mwah, direction. It is definitely going in a good direction. Chips Darcy is going to do uh do doing a good good thing for this fan, and he's doing a good thing for I think all fans. Whether or not this is the direction that you wanted the story to go in with Spider-Man keeping the symbiote, like this is not the direction I as a writer would have gone in. Chip Zdarsky is doing oh, good no. things with this direction. This is his story, and he's doing a good job with it. I'm I'm entertained so far, and dude, Spider-Man is violent. Speaking this of which, guy is you, not playing around. Have you read the Red Goblin uh, series that exists, like the the run when that arc? Because they do have a moment yes. where. Like him and yeah, him and the symbiote are like he's like all right, one more time we'll have like a decent relationship yes. this one time. <laughs> yeah, and they work together, and then at the end of it, he's like, "You should get out of here because this fire is probably not doing you any good." Mm-hmm. And, and we like, know oh, that. Oh, it's, oh, it's, 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 it's that and it's I love that man. 
Venom I love would, that. Especially now, the Venom symbiote would actually get along with Spider-Man so well. It's just Spider-Man himself was like, we just have bad history, bro. Yeah, like Peter Parker <laughs> needs to get over his trauma, bro. He needs to get over this trauma. Because honestly, this, the, the Spider-Man universe itself is becoming massive. But the Ven- And I was talking with a friend about this. The Venom universe is also in itself becoming equally as massive. It's growing to that point where Venom, can Venom, stand alone on Venom genuinely could stand alone. The symbiotes don't have to be anything related to Spider-Man anymore, mm-hmm. ever. Like, oh, that, that yeah. can be squashed if they truly decide to. If they truly decide, that can be squashed. And they can just, like, it's, it's Venom. And that's, I, I think that's where we're going at the end of King, King in Black with Eddie Brock having the title that he has. Oh, yeah. You know what and I'm saying? It, it like, looks great. It looks like Venom. Venom going the way he has is super cool. Mm-hmm. But it's it's. If, I don't know if it does this to you too, because both a part of my heart is just like, oh, but he's like the best Spider-Man villain though. <laughs> like he is. I love he him is as a villain. The, yeah. But I like where he is going so much as a hero too. I'm just kind of yeah. like, oh man, like I'm torn because like this part of his history is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> but like he's also is growing to this thing where I'm like, yes, do that. It's like one of the best redemption stories. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I love seeing... I'm a big advocate for, at some point, we see a character's story evolve. You know, like, at some... Like, you just... There are so many stories you can tell with this theme or where this person is... This character's in this state of existence with themselves and as you know, with, in a relationship with someone else. Or, you know, there's only so much that you want to tap into with a certain thing. But I've always been like, who is Spider-Man's true arch enemy? Is it going to be Venom or is it going to be Green Goblin? Who's it going to be? Blah blah blah. And it's I feel this this shift away from Spider-Man having an arch enemy right now. I don't know why, but like with with Spider-Man as a character in his run, this 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 back and forth, this struggle. Mm-hmm. that Peter Parker has between this one person that keeps coming back to hurt him and his family. I feel like that's coming to a close. I, I'm just, I have this foresight for that. I don't They've know actually where, I don't closed know off a lot of the avenues because, like, Doc Ock is no longer trying to... He's not even a bad guy anymore. He's not yeah, man. Oh, he's not Venom isn't... Yeah, Venom isn't a villain anymore. Well, I know Venom the only, Yeah, the only son is probably going to be the next... That's yeah. the next consistent thing. But, but like even then, even Craven, Stan, Craven himself made peace yeah. with Spider Man is the idea. Mm-hmm. And it's like wow, and it's like um, Green Goblin, like Norman Osborn is probably the closest one that's still a villain. Yeah, but he's doing things outside of Spider Man weirdly. Like he's mm-hmm. like for instance, he is he. Yeah, I think he's still currently the mayor. Or would he be like an anti-hero? Or? No, 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 he's not. He's not an anti-hero, he's not, but like he's not for right now, he's just doing things. That aren't focused in on him as much. Okay. And Peter Parker is trying to be over with him. Peter Parker's yeah. trying to be like, "Yo, like I'm done. I'm done with the Osborns. Mm-hmm. I'm done with both of you." And Harry, Harry, right now has become officially another villain entirely. He's no longer in the Goblin moniker at all. So okay, he's he's weird. sort of this he's this loose threat in this mm-hmm. loose thread. So as far as who Spider-Man Peter Parker is going to deal with, that's. Mm-hmm what's open to him right now outside of that I maybe I'm just not caught up enough but I think there's like we're starting to see a shift into a new kind of adventure 
for Spider-Man. And mm. obviously, you're seeing that with the, the whole suit that he's wearing now and, you know, Spider-Man being a part of the media, also, admit, you know. I will admit, the That's, suit has I now like officially that. grown on me. It does has not it, matter anymore. Not it's officially gone. Yeah, it's, it's actually, because the deal is, the eyes, the thing that bothered, I think, us the most is the eyes. Okay. Right? And the deal is the eyes are exactly like the movies. So, like, for some reason, they always showed shots where it's, like, him focusing in. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. does the little zoom in. But the deal is that the eyes actually expand and do whatever. Like, they do exactly what this, like, which is Right, weird. right, 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 yeah. Because, like, the movies took from the comics that Spider-Man's eyes animate. So they did that to be, like, we can see it animate. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. the comics was like, well, now we're going to do what the movies did. Which I'm like, wait, but you already did it? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you see, the comics, what they're doing now is they're saying that this is more mechanical and it's more yeah, like a like, shutter camera. But so like with this particular suit, <laughs> yes, but this particular suit, I like, see, because the suit that he was wearing before, it was animating just fine. The eyes were animating just fine, but, yeah. you know, uh, he I'm starts, he switches the suit like, and he's got that. Oh, yeah, no problem, man. Yeah, we can send it. But this suit is specifically for, like, the biggest thing about the suit is that it streams his adventures. Mm-hmm. Like like on basically on Twitch because I had yeah, like his, I hadn't his started. lenses. Oh, okay, his that's eyes. interesting because I actually didn't yeah. start the that run yet. I was looking to just see how far as it goes, and I'll check it out. But the fact that like I like was in the comic book store the other day, and I happened to come across the exact issue where he's like, "All right, time to take it off," and I'm like, "It's already gone." <laughs> and then I looked at it, I'm like, "Billy, it's already gone. I barely got the chance to even get in there to see what it's about." Right. <laughs> And honestly, I'm like, yeah, I okay. don't care. I don't care <laughs> that it's gone. I, you know, I'm like, I'm not. I'm not sort of of the sentiment of good riddance, but I am like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, uh, that's it's okay. I'm glad it's gone. You know, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's just uh, about that. But um, let me very quickly show you guys this. This I I'm I love my Metroidvania likes. Uh, well, I want to say and, this uh, part before we do yes. Um, for one, uh, you have indeed piqued my interest upon this. I very much, in the past, I, even though I still wasn't in much comments and everything like that, I always, I did have the same thoughts, like, ah, oh, it'd be so cool if you had the suit, the suit still there, and it's all, relationships all well and such. Uh, yeah. So I very much would like to check this out, and I even like it even being my, oh, shit, um, yeah, Spider Shadow. I'll definitely, yeah, I'll definitely, please, by all means, and Spider-Man is, in my, yeah, this is my bias, Spider-Man mm-hmm. is the best character for you to start with I, when I it know, comes to... I, I know, exactly. In the same way. Okay. <laughs> this, I know this, this, your obsession, my friend. This, hey, uh, hey, <laughs> hey. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just hey. how it is. It's, <laughs> it's <laughs> how it's, <laughs> I don't think I, I will, hey, I will be the guy to say he is the best superhero in all of comic books you can fight me with that i will <laughs> die on that hill but i will be the last one to die i will have slayed every warrior coming up on the hill that i will be king of and once i have finished my duty i will stick my sword into that top the very peak of that hill and i will crouch by it and i will pass into the after into the nether into my spider-man universe dude i you will not you will not come past me 
and my argument that it's not happening. It's never. It's it's fine to trigger word for you right now. (laughs) You're going to trigger too many people. That's the problem. Andre's the one that shouts it loudly. I would actually be right by him. I don't have to shout it loudly. You just know I'm there. (laughs) Dude, Amani and I have, have come... We have been in my car in front of his house for hours talking about Spider-Man in the middle surprised. of the night. I would not Bro, be like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, so it's deep. It's deep out here, son. <laughs> Spider-Man love is deep out here, son. I'm looking at my Spider-Man poster and Miles Morales mask in the wall right now. It would be a 2 all if that happened. You guys would be back to back. Spider-Man. Spider-Man, you never. Spider-Man. You know what, Marvel? I want you. I want you. I I keep I keep talking about my ideas for comic books and Marvel and DC. You guys need to tap into my comic book mind. Let me write this story for you guys because you don't know what you're sitting on. Peter Parker <laughs> needs to look. We're in a time where characters who have trauma are getting over their trauma. Bruce Wayne is healing past his trauma. Spider-Man needs to heal past his trauma. One of the first, and, and I'm, I'm the kind of guy to say everyone needs to do their shadow work. Do, go into the underworld and do that work. Deal with those. Deal with all your shadows. Like, there's a reason why this, this, this what if is called Spider-Man the Spider's Shadow. This is not trauma healed. Spider-Man needs to get past his, his history, quote-unquote, with the symbiote because the symbiote is like an ex-girlfriend that moved on and found a better boyfriend because the boyfriend that she had before was, you know, was like overreacting and, you know, like didn't appreciate. And if you know about the relationship that the symbiote had with Spider-Man for why it originally was doing the things that it was doing and being so aggressive, you know that it wasn't out of true aggression. And it was simply trying to get, and I feel this way, it may not be this way in this what if, but I've always felt like the symbiote was simply always trying to find the best route to serve Spider-Man, to serve Peter Parker, to achieve whatever it is that will give him peace. Which is why it seems like the symbiote is very violent and wants to kill these threats. It's, it's like the symbiote the is efficient. just, it's the most efficient solution. You Where get rid of these things, the, people will not, your family will not be dying or in, in danger. Your friends will not be in danger of dying. You will not have such a hard life. These things need to be gone from you. I can do that or I can make it happen. I can get us there. Mm-hmm. Very overprotective, but like, dude, with the way the symbiotes have evolved as a, as a, as a character, as a whole, their, universe, their whole lore within Marvel Comics, Eddie Brock can sort it's of wild, yeah. have that. And Peter Parker can sort of Peter Parker can have Spider-Man, Eddie Brock can have Venom and the symbiotes, but we're not going to not acknowledge their history. Here's what I think should happen: Venom is a hero, Spider-Man is a hero. They both team up. They both become friends. However, there is a symbiote that is on the loose, bruh, and it is really really a problem right now for some reason if you know about where eddie brock is as a character you know that this would be his responsibility to handle yeah this symbiote ends up also becoming 
a part of Peter Parker's responsibility to handle. As old friends, old enemies, and now true friends, true mm-hmm. allies, like we can say, dude, in, in Spider-Man and Spider-Shadow, this fire vulnerability is seeming to, to not be as much of a problem, okay? So mm-hmm. we can say that Eddie Brock and, and, and Peter Parker, they're becoming... They're becoming the what? What were they? What were they? What were they called before when they teamed up? Oh, back! Oh, oh! What was their nickname? Uh, when they were a duo, like they would just team up and they would. Yeah, the they had a the duo, night. and I think Venom yeah. came up with a name for them. Oh, I don't. Yeah, remember. Venom came up with a name for them, and he would sing it or some shit. God, man, it's it's. it's oh, I know exactly my, what you're talking about. I'm you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes, <laughs> man. They would they would just be swinging in the middle of the night, and oh, man, I am going to. <laughs> all this, all this mega fan talk, and I dare forget that right now. But bro, it's just on the tip of my tongue. It's just because I'm on a freaking rampage right now, dude. Listen, so you, you you throw it back to that. You give reference and honor to that, and you say these two are now separate but individuals, and they can sort of not even sort of no, they can because they used to work together, right? There's no reason why they should hate each other still. They used to work at the same place, but they for Eddie Brock, of course, was a cut. Man, Eddie Brock and Endeavor, they get to have, they get to have that redemption, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and what a coincidence that they're both, that you know, one is fire and one is a symbiote, and that's sort wow. of their vulnerability. That, dude, okay, so this symbiote that is on the loose has something to do with fire, but it also knows it knows like it's it's something it's tapping into the mysticism of spider-man again and so peter parker is going to have to come to terms with his trauma with the symbiote which he will do with the symbiote again and with eddie brock who in this role he can sort of be this 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 like big brother this you know who's like talking to to Peter and being like, yo, like, let me, let me, let me, and this, it's happened before, but you really have them squash it. That you have them squash all of it. This brings back, you could say it brings back the spider totem idea, and so Peter deals with that mysticism, but this symbiote bonds to Peter Parker in some way, and they can become friends. They work because of the healing of the trauma that he does. His his dealing dealing with his demons, his shadows. All the all of the guilt of responsibility, like turn Peter's guilt or like the responsibility being centered in guilt, turn it into responsibility. Really make it a core that this, it's this is shifting. Peter's responsibility doesn't come from a place of shame and guilt anymore. It comes from something entirely different something entirely above him outside of him it's already been done it's already been said but you really drive that home you really make this the story where it's like peter parker's sense of responsibility does not come from it started he started his adventure he started his journey from guilt through shame because of a bad mistake Mm -hmm. it's true but you make this the story where it's like he's he's not a this is where we get all right now it's adult peter parker 
the guy who will have Mayday Parker with Mary Jane and you know this is the yeah, veteran yeah. Spider-Man you know in the 616 exactly. this guy is this guy is the hero who Cable was like he will be known as the greatest superhero of all time this is like this is the comic that makes this Peter Parker 616 Peter Parker be definitively reminded by everyone because a lot of people are sort of Spider-Man drained but you have him you have him remind you you use this to have people be reminded of yo Peter Parker is the the flag boy for Marvel he's the guy and this is why Cable says, you know, from the future and, and Spider-Man, this guy, is, this is why Deadpool, when he went to hell and saw Peter Parker's soul there, Peter's soul was so pure and so blinding that Deadpool couldn't look at it. Like, this is, this is shit that... Happen. Yeah, like, like we, we have, it's time that we show, like, yo, this guy, like, Peter Parker is... Man, like, yo, like, come on, what are we doing? We need to have this. So you well, have Christo him out of his way to bully spider people. Like, 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 yeah, like yeah, what? Yeah, what? what? Yeah, he goes, he goes that Satan. That was fight. Mephistopheles, bro. And that's that was in a recent comic with uh, Miles specifically. He's like, "Oh man, I love messing with the spiders." Yes, <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. And now, and Chip Zdarsky and Mephisto has Ghost Rider connections. This spider has Ghost Rider connections. Uh, uh, um, I mean, the Spider-Man. Uh, that's my theory. The Spider-Man's the Spider Shadow. Mephisto mm-hmm. and and this this symbiote idea tying into this, the fire. Like, dude, and you can have this fire. Just it sort of resemble the fire of rebirth. Instead of becoming, instead like with Chip Zdarsky's comic, you can have that be the fire of vengeance, the route that Peter, you know, like it's a video game to go down the good route or the bad route. Yeah. The bad route is Peter going down the route of vengeance with the symbiote. But this rebirth, right? Like like the Phoenix Force acknowledges Peter Parker. God damn it! Because this rebirth <laughs> that he goes through as a person, as a man, and as a hero is like it's cosmic, bruh. It's really cosmic. You have, of course, the spider totem is... The Spider-Verse and the spider totems, they don't really get acknowledged by the rest of the Marvel Universe. It's but usually just have, a Spider-Man thing. Yeah, it's a like Spider-Man thing. It's kept thing. really in that area. <laughs> yes, but Galactus and the Silver Surfer, like, it goes, the, you know, the power cosmic, that's a global event. The Phoenix, the Phoenix Force, that's a global event. Apocalypse, that's a global event. Um... Uh, you, you know, uh, Thanos, that's a global event. You know, they're like, there are these things that are involved with these heroes. I shouldn't say Thanos, but there are these things involved with these heroes. Like, like directly involved with these heroes. Like, through the Fantastic Four, you got Galactus. That's a huge threat that they have to deal with. Right? Through, and it's, through, not, it's not even that you stop him. You just, we just gotta get him elsewhere. <laughs> exactly. Right. So, but I think the best the best way to really talk about it for instead of bringing up them is it really like the the Phoenix Force being associated with the X Men being associated with a, a hero, mm-hmm. you know, like, and you've already had Spider Man mentor Summer. Uh, he he mentored um, Hope Summers. Hope Summers. Yeah, I was about to say. Oh, Hope Summers. Okay, he he mentored Hope Summers. Like like, do you guys see the connections that I'm? 
the web that I'm forming. Marvel, are you <laughs> listening to me? You've Boots. got Spider-Man who already <laughs> mentored Hope Summers. You have him go through this rebirth. You've already set up that Mephisto likes to fuck with Spider-Heroes for a reason. You've got this Spider-Man the Spider- Like, hello! Do you see what you're doing? I, I've got the rest. I've got the rest. You make Peter Parker this. You, you, with Black Panther, you've got Bast. Dude, put him, put some respect on the mainstream Peter Parker's name. It's time. It's, it's like him, J. Jonah Jameson, the whole streaming idea. That was his idea, you know, putting Peter Parker in, in like the public perception. Not Peter Parker, but Spider-Man. Like, whenever he's going out, he's got to, it's basically, like he live streams his, his ass whooping superhero shenanigans. Like, saving the day. That's not who Peter Parker is. It's time that he... Get, get him past that. We've already dealt with sort of ideas of... You know, we've... Screwball. I don't want any more screwball energy. Like, no. Get... I don't... Like, no. No. We're done with that. No. No. We've got Miles Morales. Make Miles Morales the Spider-Man on the ground. He is our street-level Spider-Man now. Mm -hmm. And you elevate Peter Parker to heights that show once more why we have Miles in this universe and why we still have Peter Parker in this universe. You understand? Sure. You actually, and you talk about passing a torch, I have a whole theme of fire laid out before you. What more do you want? Uh, I'm uh, done. I'm uh, there we go. These are pretty good. It's good to hear you back on Andre. It's good to have you back. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, but for sure, I guess it's jumping to my week if your week is Yes, bad. yes, man. And, yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> we, we, we got the time, dude. We got the time. We got the time. Don't worry. Okay, God, man. So, honestly, things I messed with this week, um, I'm going to jump through two of them real quick been watching caught up on megalobox 2 still great nomad is it's fucking immaculate bro it's so good <laughs> it's so good Copy I, that. it is a character study for sure and these two two of them i'm actually going to mention are weird because they both um i feel like people would try to lump them into the same category but i feel like they are as far as like what kind of story they are yeah it's really interesting because megalobox so far is a redemption story and I am enjoying the hell out of it because our boy Joe goes through a lot and you mm. find out a lot more as the show continues and you're just like oh man why'd it have to go like this Damn. but no man yeah, go, yeah. go check it out it's all, I think it's yeah. on like episode 7 at this point it might be on 8 Cut. go check it out it's not done yet please what <laughs> platforms do I, we I see this Go finish season. What are you doing? You're the anime. I am the anime guy, but I just, it just <laughs> things happen. Life happen. Like God, God, okay. Life comes with if, if I watch this, if I watch this, you know what? I'm going to beat you. I'm going to race you at finishing or at catching up. I'm gonna get crunchy. I'm going to race you. And if I get up to where Amani's at. I I want your anime card. I want your weed card. <laughs> I'm taking your weed card. Oh, I want it. <laughs> I want it. Challenging me upon this. I want yes. it. <laughs> I'm uh, taking it. 
<laughs> you see, that, see, that's kind of like my kryptonite. Like, whenever you're like, oh, I'm going to challenge you, I'm going to call you out, I'm like, hey, I'm <laughs> sure I'm okay. Then I've done, I've done <laughs> what I need to do. So, uh, that thing, that, that's when you finish followed by, I don't know, Copy that. Megalobox 2 is going so good. It is, I love how they're doing this. Because the first one had its, not like quality, but like emotionally, it had its ups and downs. Mm -hmm. But it was mainly a path up. It was really a matter of like the underdog rising. That was the first story. Yeah. yeah this yeah. one is very much, yo, where did the underdog go? Oh, he's Ooh. at the bottom. He's actually at rock bottom. Oh, he's got to get his way back. <laughs> he's oh, got to wow. get his way back hard. Uh, like when I tell you, no start Megalobox okay. 2. And my boy is on drugs, man. And I'm like, no, oh, no, 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 Joe, no. And I'm like, ah. they and they run it back. And I'm not gonna say anything more, but they, he does it. It's the best way to describe it, cause we gotta get him back in the ring. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we gotta get Joe back in the ring. But they're gonna mm. hit you with some stuff that you just wasn't ready for. And I'm just like, ugh, <laughs> my chest. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing Dang. I finished up was uh, Yasuke, though, was the other thing. Um, finished yeah. it last week. I talked to... Yeah. No, yeah, Yasuke, the uh, Black Samurai anime on Netflix. Yes. It was good. Like, six... The, I watched the first three last week, and that's when I mentioned it. And uh, this week, at this point, I finished the last three. I'm looking forward to season two. Mm -hmm. In fact, it sets up a season two a little bit. It doesn't actually, like, straight up go, like, stinger, but it's, mm -hmm. like... Yasuke's adventures will kind of continue a little bit. They're like, okay, I'll look forward to it. I want to see more. Okay. Someone mentioned, Interesting. I was actually watching a, a review at one point just to kind of see if I miss anything. Um, they mentioned the fact that they probably would want to see more of Yasuke's past from before he came to Japan because there are some parts in it where some of his morals and things that he's done are more set in stone already by the, before he even becomes a samurai. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, fair enough. I kind of want to see what he was about before that. Because uh, homie definitely shows up knowing how to fight. So I'm like, you were a warrior. You knew how to fight. <laughs> you knew how to fight, and then they taught you the way of the samurai. <laughs> like, so now it's like, okay, I want to see I want to see what you were doing with the Yoruban people. I want to see what was up. What were you up to? What was your shenanigans? But uh, like I said last time, Really, really cool. Go check it out. I think um, the actor that plays him, I believe it was, was it? Keith Stanfield. Yep. Lakeith, Keith Stanfield. Lakeith Stanfield. Keith Stanfield does a like he actually does a pretty good job as far as um, his presence goes. Like I said, I can understand in like certain parts, probably would have wanted to have him be a bit more commanding, but for the most part, it fits him. It fits Yasuke for most of the series of how he's talking and things like that. His, most of his mannerisms fit, uh, fit Keith Stanfield's, um, like, the way he talks, his, his cadences. Word. So, not a, it wasn't actually a bad choice. It's, it's good. I'm glad to hear I can that. just understand. Good. Um, Leon, you didn't get to probably hear this, but uh, the anime uh, talks about a historical figure. It's not historical at all. We got robots mm. and magic in like the first five minutes. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but it's really good. <laughs> that, that's 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 an upside down side situation right there. But, yeah. It's it's good though. 
I actually kind of like what they're doing. It is, um, when I thought about it initially, it is a couple shades um, away from just being Afro Samurai. Oh. It's just not as bombastic as Afro Samurai, okay. which is just, okay, which is like, funny. I'm like, that's a good thing <laughs> in both ways, but it's a couple shades different. Like, Yasuke is really interesting too, because he is, he, as far as him fighting, mm-hmm. he's the most boring character in the show, technically, because his fights are really cool to watch, honestly, because all he is, he's He's the Rock Lee of the entire show. <laughs> oh, okay. That's... He's, that's the best way to describe it. My guy, he, all he uses is a sword and he fights good. Everyone else he fights has some form of magic power, a magic boost from some type of thing. They're using crazy blood blades and every all the other stuff he fights. Like, everything he fights has something stupid. Powers, <laughs> I hit hard. And Run he it. just hits hard. <laughs> he just, I just use Run sword it. good. I like that. <laughs> I just use sword good. <laughs> it's like, like I said, there's, there's like mechs are over here slicing in the armies, and he's like, I'm gonna take it out because there's a guy in there. All I gotta do is get that guy. <laughs> there's demon lords doing crazy stuff. He's like, all right, you can do, you can use your magic tricks or whatever. I have sword. <laughs> I will use sword to kill you. <laughs> oh. You are a 10,000 monster. Sword, help me. I got sword. <laughs> He's like, but I actually kind of like it, just because of the fact that it is just simply so... Like, the things he's fighting is bombastic, but the actual fighting himself is... He's like, no, I'm just doing the thing. I'm doing the thing I'm good at, which is, I am I'm a samurai. This is what I do. <laughs> But uh, Yasuke's cool. Go check it out. It's not a it's not a hard watch at all. Six episodes. You could probably go through it in an afternoon if you wanted to. If you were just about that binge in life, it'd be easy. Mm-hmm. Um, I t- totally enjoy it. It's more so. This is why I mentioned this. I actually feel like Yasuke is not a redemption story though. I feel like a lot of people would lump it into that qu- uh, category, mm-hmm. and I find it so strange that in a way it kind of presents itself as it is but um nothing about like the show doesn't care about the quote unquote redemption arc and I also feel like redemption like for you to have a redemption arc you have to do something wrong in the first place mm-hmm. or you have to have a fall from grace and I feel what people might consider the fall from grace is not Yasuke's fault <laughs> like okay. it's one of those things where it's like usually a redemption requires you to to fail or to do something in a way you need to redeem that, like, yourself yeah you'd have to you'd have you to redeem, redeem yourself yeah. yeah exactly it's like but like in this it's like okay so obviously nobunaga fails to take over japan that's his deal uh-huh. um we know this this is history but like it's not yasuke's fault that they failed to take over in fact in uh nobunaga's final moments quote unquote um Yasuke is actually the one to be like, we could keep fighting, like, we have a chance, we can do something strategically that can change the tides, and Nobunaga's like, it's over, bro, mm. it's over, I just, we had a good run, and so, when you have him now being in a fishing village by himself doing his thing, just kind of living a low-key life, mm. I'm not over here like, oh, he needs to redeem himself, in fact, the story doesn't even care about this, redemption, yeah. really. Wait, like, what? it's... It's a weird way to describe it because it's like some parts of it gives off this air of like this is supposed to be him redeeming himself, 
But, but that's not that's not a redemption no, story because no, yeah, it's not. But it's not, not like not a he redemption fell from grace at all. It's they yeah. lost. They they just lost, and he's it just seems like he also accepted loss. Like I said, it's very much more of a him finding his warrior's way. Mm-hmm. But I feel like people would lump the two in the same category of uh, redemption story, and I don't feel okay. like it's a redemption story. Is a is the deal? Maybe the, I can feel the don't give up story. Yeah, it's more like just it's it's like a finding your way as opposed to like redemption. It's okay. like oh, like he lost, like he's because he's more so in the fishing village, being like I don't want to hurt anybody I don't want to do anything anymore I've taken a step back I'm living a humble life now mm. just vibing mm. <laughs> and then a situation arises where it's just like we, we could use your help we could use your help <laughs> you're really good at fighting yeah, you could really yeah. really use your assistance it's just like initially he's like reluctant to do it but he's like fine and he goes along with it it's like okay <laughs> mm. it's like, but it is about him kind of yeah, it's it's of? more so exactly. It's more about him rekindling his warrior spirit as a, and less of a I have to bounce back from this failure. I'm like, no, you didn't you didn't fail though. Nothing right. about this is a failure. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but there are like that's why I'm saying like there are aspects in it that would make people be like, Oh, so it's a redemption story. Like there's a there's a villain that appears that you would be like, Oh, so there it is. There's the there's the redemption. It's like, no, that's it's not it. That's it's not how this uh, this is. <laughs> if you fail, no. You fail, yeah. But like I said, it is good. Go check it out. You will probably mm-hmm. notice what I'm talking about while you watch it, where you're like, I see why people are saying it. I just don't. That's not what this is, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. It is on my to do list. Once I binge Metal Box, I will check that out. Oh, yeah. No rush for Yasuke. <laughs> I'm just saying go check it out because it's cool. Can't wait to see that get another season. Next right. up for me is Kipo. Uh, I was watching a show Ooh. known as Kipo and the Age of the Wonder Beast, which, I mean, also no rush on this. This is done. We have all three seasons. Ah. <laughs> it's it's a pretty, in fact, it's actually kind of perfect how they did it because it's, it's made in three. Mm. You got the beginning, the middle, and the end. Mm-hmm. It is a good show, and it's unfortunate because Aaron's not on here. Probably have to talk about it next time, but um, good show. He actually was the main one that like recommended it to me. I saw it a bunch of times on Netflix, and knew I wanted to kind of check it out, but was just kind of like just kind of hesitant. Then he came to me and was like, "So I checked out Kipo. You should look at Kipo." And I was like, "All right, I'll look at Kipo." I didn't want to talk about it until I was done because I didn't want nobody spoiling me. <laughs> 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 I, I, I have a uh, a cousin who who used to live with me that watched because I babysat her. She watched so much of it. It was always on, so like passing by, I would see it all the time, and uh, I got a pretty good look at what the show was like. Man, I, I still, wow! Like it's there were times where I'm like, is this a kids show? This is a kids show. Is this a kids show? <laughs> this is a kids show, right? So, is this a kids show? <laughs> okay, so the best way to describe this is this is by DreamWorks. Right, I was about to say, gotta I don't know if DreamWorks has done it. Gotta say for sure, this is probably the most unique idea DreamWorks has made as far as shows go. Mm-hmm. Right. The movies are obviously a little bit different. Shrek is up there. <laughs> right. That's one of the more unique ideas that they've ever done. Um, Kipo itself is a post-apocalyptic world by default. <laughs> yes. Re- this takes place. Oh, oh dang. <laughs> it's okay. a South Korean animation That's, uh, studio. A bit much for 
Mm-hmm. Actually, wow. Yeah, well, it's like it's it's super post-apocalyptic. Humans live underground, and mutants or mutes exist and roam the surface. So a bunch of animals pretty much uh, evolved super hard and took over the surface. Uh, humans are a rare rare sight. Some people live on the surface, but the majority are underground. Um, there is obviously a huge hate in some instances between humans and mutes. And the the surface is kind of ran by factions, tribes, mm. actually more so tribes. And there are certain ones that are more powerful than others that you don't want to mess with. <laughs> we find Kipo, who was a burrow girl, she's one of the people that lived under the city, um, underneath the surface, gets, um, they really throw you in there actually in the first episode and I think about it. Because we get the nice shot, we get to see all the mutes and see what things happening, and then Kipo literally is thrown into the surface via water. <laughs> you just oh. see her being thrown into it. Oh, it's, like, okay. it's like you get like this huge flood, essentially that comes out of like essentially a sewer pipe, <laughs> flushes through, and then like it drains out, and you just see Kipo, who is now on the surface, just being like, "What happened to me? Is everyone okay? I don't." no one's around it's just me crap <laughs> he's like am, wait a minute am I on the surface <laughs> and so you're like oh okay <laughs> we're just right in there honestly gotta say very good storytelling throughout the whole way um they do a very good job at doling out what this world is and even in the last season in the last season they decided to drop actual bombs that's told as a comical story but when you really think about it, you're like, holy, wait a minute. Did we really mm. just discuss this as a casual conversation? Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's one of those. Okay. It's, it's one like, of those cartoons. Um, <laughs> it's like, but as far as, like, the story itself goes, it's actually very compelling. Very, very good, emotionally driven story. It is very clear that Keeper herself is a ray of sunshine in this world that is colorful and fun. But it is technically dark. Like, things mm. are, in a lot of ways, dire in some situations. Like, uh, one of the characters, Wolf and Benson, the two, um, let's say, surface dwellers, people that like actually exist on the surface, a few humans, are fighting for survival. They just happen to be vibing at the same time. They got really good at surviving on the surface. But, like, one of the first things that is shown off as a thing that you could just accidentally walk into and not know about is a thing called death ivy which is just poison ivy but if it touches you you just die <laughs> okay dang that's a... interesting and i'm like nature oh. you scary <laughs> exactly it has a very nature you scary aspect to a lot of its stuff <laughs> but still manages to keep these very wacky and crazy aspects to it so for instance there are timber cats which is a tribe of cats that all um, cut wood because they're all lumberjacks. That is their culture. <laughs> or okay. uh, I can't remember what the frogs were called, but the deal is, oh, they're mob frogs. That's what it is because they're the mob. They all dress like in suits and things of that nature. It's like nice. the best thing. And getting your suit dirty in any way is a disrespect to your mob. <laughs> oh wow! Heard. <laughs> it's like <laughs> so you have like these cool little aspects that are like very very fun but ultimately it's like okay the situation they don't shy away from problematic uh things also for a representation thing because i know we sometimes you got to mention it but like i feel like this is a good one to be like oh because it, it 
I didn't notice it is the deal. But it's cool because it wasn't until I was on like the last season and I was getting ready for bed. I was just about to go to sleep and I was like, wait a minute. Is every cast member that's not a mute black? And I just really thought about it and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> that's crazy. Mm. I didn't even catch much, that. Man. I didn't catch it throughout the whole show. And like I was watching the whole show. It's not like a it's not like they should they don't shove it in your face. It's just there. Which I mean what we talk about. Is <laughs> like it's just there. It just stuff just happens, and you're just kind of like, it's not until like I get to the end, and I'm like, every human cast member, up until like that last season, but the main cast is black. Keep always mm. blazing. Mm. And it was That's like, and I'm just sitting there like, oh, interesting. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Like, All right. <laughs> just sitting there, just like, okay, cool. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> I was like, I have, he was like, didn't even catch it. I was like, all right, you guys did a good job on that one. No one talked about it. It's not forced. It's also post-apocalyptic, so no one cares. It's not a actual problem in any way. It's just the carry. It is. I actually have to say, it is actually like it's a testament to the writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That like the characters are so good and compelling that like you just don't notice certain physical <laughs> aspects about them. Right. <laughs> just don't and it's like it's by the time you get to like the fact that I made it to season 3 and then was like wait a minute <laughs> wait a wait a minute <laughs> hmm <laughs> and it's it's not like a it's not a thing I don't notice either it's just kind of one of those things it's just like it was just such a fun ride that like even tiny little details that just go unnoticed and when you think about it you're like huh that's kind of crazy I didn't catch that also mm. Gotta mention, Kipo soundtrack kind of fire. They be hitting some nice beats for no reason. Oh, yo, I can attest to that too. That is fast. (laughs) Yo, they they surprise you sometimes. Them beats with them, yo, them beats are hard. Son, yo, that theme song every time I came on had me like, I was like, all right, time to Millie Rock real quick. (laughs) Yeah, uh, (laughs) for like thirty seconds. Fast. All right, you don't skip the intro for Kipo. On another (laughs) list, need to watch that. Okay. Yeah, go check out Kipo. Kipo's great. By all means, keep on the age of the Wonder Beast. And it is one of those shows, like I said, that just, like Gravity Falls, like um, like any of those other shows that, cartoons that come to an end, it does not overstay its welcome. It doesn't at all. It comes through, it does what it's got to do, it tells a story, and then it's like, all right, deuces, we're gone. <laughs> Goodbye, we're done now. <laughs> Peace, y'all have a good day. And I'm like, I, you got to appreciate a show that does that. You just mm-hmm. have to. Yes. It's like, but um, next up on my list, um, I've been watching Love, Death, and Robot season two. Ah, I haven't started yet. Some of those animations are great. I haven't finished Her. it. I've, I've seen like little like snippets of clips on YouTube. It's really good. I just got to Okay, okay. So I got to, because Andre might, might lose it. Have you ever watched Tron Legacy? Bruh! Okay. <laughs> just wanted to know I'm pretty confident I gotta go look to be sure I'm pretty confident that uh, the director or the art director on those that show for sure did an animation for this because I think it's like the second one in season 2 called Ice whatever the episode whatever number it is I'm pretty sure it's 2 but Ice okay. looks like they took that art style and was like like if the homie was on it he was like I'm gonna make this the best version of that art style I've ever made and did it. <laughs> he just did it. 
It okay. is. It is so well drawn and so cool looking, so visually appealing, and that's probably one of the things I love about Love Different Robots is that the variation between episodes are so drastic. Mm-hmm. But some people put some work into making this thing look amazing. <laughs> there are I some cool ass concepts sometimes. in here, bro. That they that I. I because it's an anthology series, you both can't and can spoil stuff for it. So I don't right. want to. Yeah, I, I don't want to say anything about some of the stuff that they talk about. Because it's just one episode that you get to talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, but at the same time, I do kind of want to be like, but this is a cool one too. And I gotta, let me go. I want to see Ice's one so far that I've watched that I'm like, that one's really art style wise. It pulled me in super hard. I'm like, this is kind of sick. And I like this world. I would actually like a show in this world, low key. It'd be really cool, but I'm gonna see what the other one was. There was another one that I watched, I think yesterday, and I saw it and was like, "Damn, bro, this is a, this kind of slap slap for no reason. Like, this can't be a show, but this this in particular episode just kind of hurt." <laughs> God, um, let me load up the next. Hurt how? I can't tell you. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> He's like, Emotionally, it's just the it's just the episode, and so if it, so it would be one thing if I told you what the episode like was, right? Pop Squad, Pop Squad. That is the name of the episode. So like okay. that's the deal. Now that I've said the now that I said the name, I can't tell you what it's about. But if I told you what the episode was about, just at random, and was just like oh, this wow. is an episode, oh wow. you would have been like oh yes. But now that I've said the name, I I can't do it because that just spoils the episode for you. Uh. <laughs> Oh shit! Okay. But, it's, but, okay. but check out Pop Squad. Pop, Pop Squad right. is one of those ones that it's like a chest, and I get it. Like I get why they do. Like I get why things happen the way they are, and why people do the things that they do. But you watch it, and you're like, this situation is so fucked. <laughs> this is mm. a fucked situation. Wow. <laughs> I was like, but um, by all means, it's love, death, and robots. It's basically anybody that's like sci-fi probably knows about this show. And if you don't know about the show, now you know about the show. Go check out the show. <laughs> yep. You have no excuse at this point. What is Love, Death, and Robots about? It's an anthology series about love, death, and robots. Done. And each episode. <laughs> it's a completely different story, completely different direction, completely different art style, completely different everything. But the theme is love, death. Yeah. And robots. And robots. <laughs> and you will learn about some love, death, <laughs> some death and, and robots. robots. <laughs> hmm Are you sure? What, what's the theme of this thing called? <clears throat> love! <laughs> death! <laughs> and robots. All I'm gonna say about Pop Squad is that it... It's got some love and some death. There's very little robots, but you don't need them. Because <laughs> there's some love and some mm. death. <laughs> there's definite love and death. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but I guess uh, next up for me is um, I checked out a thing called Hover Girls, which is really interesting because the way I find out about it, which is even more interesting, it's like I said, I follow a lot of artists on Twitter and uh, Instagram and things like that whenever I want it. I just follow a bunch of artists. Um, Same, bro. That's it. One of the artists, uh, let me see if I can find her real quick. It shouldn't be hard because it's on Instagram. But I believe it was GDB or G. Let me see. Because I'm looking it up right as we speak, so it doesn't matter. Um, 
I just saw her. There it is. Yeah, it is. I actually had it right. It is GDB as like the Bumblebee. Um, if you go look her up, she's got some really cool art on Instagram. She randomly posted. <laughs> yep. So GD and B like Bumblebee. The, things Bumblebee, is, the thing right, right, right. that Devon hates. <laughs> he hates Bumblebees. Yeah, he what? hates bees in general. In general. Oh. He's not a he's not a big fan of those. Didn't he try to like get over it by watching something, but then just involved? Yeah, just made it worse. Even more. <laughs> <laughs> he made it worse. <laughs> But um, she had randomly just posted. He was like, "Yeah, it's been a long time since I worked on this. It was really cool. I enjoyed uh, enjoyed messing around with this. I did this like about a year or two back." Um, apparently, she did a webtoon. She did a webtoon comic. So she has this really oh, cool I art. See. And then I was like, "She has a comic." Well, now I gotta go. Look. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hover Girls. Now I now I gotta go check this out. So she has a comic called Hover Girls on Webtoons, which I suggest checking out because it is done. It's one of those things where it's like. You gotta go check it out. It's complete. You might as well. It's the whole thing. You just get the whole thing right there. <laughs> yes. Um, Hover Girls is a fun one. And not gonna lie, uh, it's sure. one of the few things that just straight up inspired me to be like, you know what? I'm gonna just get it done. Yeah, it's, I'm gonna just go through, I'm gonna just get it done, make my, uh, make some comics, officially. Just, yes. just gonna just, gonna just do that. And it's because of the way she did hers. And it's, it's not even, like she inspired me but like a, a lot of other stuff inspired me obviously and it's definitely one of those things where I looked at hers and I was as I read through um her chapters are like what three three pages maybe I think total for each they chapter they're like, long they're not long and I was like man if I don't just get to start doing this you can just Facts. do chapters this short and tell, like you can tell a story mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be like an epic mm-hmm. it's just a story that is in this form so I was like okay let me let me get to work on some of that stuff. And like like we said, we've already been, some of us have already been writing, and doing our own things. But it's like you don't have to. If you want to write, write what you want to write. But if you feel uncomfortable, trying to, you feel like it's going to be a big project. If you yeah. feel like it's going to be like just too daunting. <clears throat> yeah. As a as a piece of advice to those that that do, um, you can start with something small. You do not have to start off the gate with your most bombastic idea, and that is something that probably paralyzes a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, just you don't have to. You could start with something small, make something small, and then make something bigger, and then make something bigger, and then make something bigger, until you feel like you've gained enough skill or confidence to be like, I can work on something that's going to take me a couple of years. Yeah. I can on, work on honestly, I, I'd recommend everybody start like that. As someone who has spent a significant amount of time wanting to start with my 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 big bang project i'll I'll call it you know Mm -hmm. it's it's caused me to spend a significant amount of time or at least what i feel like is too much time not putting anything out when i know i could have been because i've got a lot Mm -hmm. of other story ideas a lot of other beautiful flurries and i just shared one got a bunch of beautiful flurries in my head a bunch of beautiful like just adventures, just things that people deserve to see. So don't try to, as Amani said, don't try to, you know, put your first, your first banger out there as, as you know, it's, you can start with smaller projects. Please feel like, please feel like it's okay to do that because it is. It's not, it's not somehow 
serving you less in some strange way yeah. to mm-hmm. not put out something huge. Three chap or three pages a chapter? That's brilliant. Especially with That's- in this day and age where people like they want to see something quick and then, you know, be able to move on. They want to they want to get the yeah. nice bite of a good story for now and then move on because people are busy. I like long, you know. I like to sit down and really settle into stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but mm. I also I do understand the appreciation of being able to get bite-sized chunks of something really good and then being mm-hmm. able to move on to something else, you know, until it's time to come back to that bite-sized chunk and get another one. And even if it's bite-sized chunk, especially when it comes to like a a book or a comic or something like that, it's like. Man, you can, you can wait on it. Like, yeah. nothing's stopping you from, like, if you wait two weeks, you now have six pages. If you wait yeah. three weeks, you have, like, 12. Versus, mm-hmm. like, the more you wait, you'll, it'll stack up, and you'll be like, okay, cool. I got a decent amount that I can just go through real mm-hmm. quick. Especially mm-hmm. if you're, like, reading it or whatever like that. So it's like, if you think that people won't be interested in that kind of thing, it's like, don't worry, people will be. And those that enjoy it will then share with other people, which is why it basically comes back to, like, our podcast, too. It's like, it's the same way. It's like, we reach out to you guys. We, like... Have a taste. See what you guys like. Do you like it? If you like it, please talk about it. Share it. People will automatically send it. Be like, hey, yo, we like this. Check this out. Look at this. And people will will then share it with other people. It's like, that's just how that works. It's like, if you're doing good stuff, regardless of what it is, whether it's big or small, people will enjoy and spread it. It'll it'll move its way about, Mm -hmm. regardless of the speed. Mm -hmm. Sometimes just don't worry about how fast it's going, how big it needs to be. It's like, as long as it's perfect to you when you put it out it's it's something that you're like i i'm ready to show this this is this is done it'll it'll do what it needs to do so don't don't like beat yourself up too much and even if it doesn't you can improve from it it's like okay this was done i did this now i know what it's like to make it like the perfect example is like now i know what it's like to make a comic because i put a small thing out i was like so now i can use that knowledge to make a slightly bigger one and tell a story a little bit better because even though this one didn't do as well the feedback I got from it helped me pro- improve doing these things. And now I know how to do them better because I'm looking at looking at it and being like, this is how I did it the first time. Maybe I can do it a little bit better this time. So mm. just do it. It's fine. It's fine. But Hover Girls is cool. It's cute, honestly. Um, it's technically a magical girl comic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these two like cousins. Actually, yeah. yeah, it's fun, though. It's, like, it's a magical girl comic about um, these two girls, these two cousins who moved to this new area and are fighting, um, I can't really call them spirits, but these weird, uh, not like hallucinations, like hallucinations, but they're like monsters, essentially. Whether it be like a massive jellyfish that they're fighting or something crazy, while also trying to manage the uh, actual life of an adult, a uh, young adult trying to live in a city. Mm. <laughs> mm. He's like, one is more bombastic and trying to jump into fashion, and is trying to do her own thing as far as that goes and the other one is just vibing mm-hmm. just trying to make a living and is trying to just enjoy what she can her sanctity her peace of quiet and mm-hmm. her being herself while still just being around and just kind of taking in the world getting better at like her hobbies so to speak and it's just it's too it's actually really relatable <laughs> yeah <laughs> while still managing to keep this fanciful element of fun whimsicalness and some cool like action stuff going on here and there like it's it's a cool thing go check it out and let it let it inspire you too as it did for me let it let it you look at it and be like you know what maybe i can do something like this or something 
or my own thing just in this format maybe I can do something like that maybe I can push myself to just do a little bit more of what I like to do and I feel like that's a takeaway that I think anybody can take away from me. <laughs> weird way of saying it but you know what I mean <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's I stuff that yeah. <laughs> it's true it's like, but um, moving away from Hover Girls for <clears> me <throat> finally is uh, I checked out Knockout City today um, that game is fun by the time this podcast comes out, they have like a 10-day trial going on. By the time this comes out, it'll be eight days. So those who will be listening, you have eight days to play Knockout City for free on the PlayStation. Oh, for um, PlayStation? Yep. This is Five on or both game, four? Both. Okay. Both of them. Um, that game is fun. It is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it is. There are some actual really in-depth <clears throat> mechanics they got going on for a dodgeball game that has no right being as good as it is but it is and when we saw it it looked fun it looked really cool dude when you play it you one it's a third person camera where you are running around with your character you have a um dodge button that acts as a tackle as well that can knock balls out of people's hands you have two types of spins and they're like spins. It's like these spins can be done to give the ball a certain curve. You can do an overhand throw to make it come slower. You can throw it normally. Um, so three types of actual curves. So normally, but if you charge it, palm it at people, or you have the other spin that makes it curve. That curve is low key OP. It's not actually OP, but I realize like the tracking in this game is not. It's, it's no joke. <laughs> if someone throws a ball at you. If they hit the right kind of thing, they'll hit you. Even when you think they can't hit you. <laughs> oh, wow. Someone for sure did a, a curve on me one time where they took the ball and I ran out, like, because um, the way the map is, they had, like, the setup where there was this giant spinning essential cone in the center of it and there are doorways in and doorways out, but it's always spinning. They took that ball, threw it out the door, and it spun around and hit me outside of that building. I was like, what? excuse me, sir? <laughs> what? I'm like, you got, I'm like you, you got me pretty good. You got me pretty good. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie. You got me. They also that's have a some grab anime button. stuff right there. Yes, yes, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> they also have a grab button, which then makes this entirely super fun. Because then there is now a mind game between anybody who has a ball and anyone who doesn't. Where I can throw this at you. But I can throw this at you with a straight beam. It's coming straight for your face. And it'll, it'll curve a little bit or do what it needs to to try to get to me but it's coming for you mm. you can grab that or I can throw it overhand and just like you thought it was coming for you real quick it is now no longer coming for you real quick it is now going up in an upward arch so you might not see it coming but it's coming down <laughs> it's a little bit slower now or you could throw it around something so you can be running away like the situation I had and they beam that at you <laughs> and it comes around and hits you in your back and you wasn't expecting that <laughs> wow like, but now you can play that mind game of being like oh am I gonna throw it yet oh I'm throwing it now how am I throwing it yeah. <laughs> and it's actually really fun you can obviously you can dodge out of the way of it if you use your uh, tackle it'll it'll break the homing but it'll break it to an extent so you wanna do it when um when it's close to hitting you or about to like if you hit a dodge you'll be like okay I'm out mm-hmm. or you can grab it which is always fun it technically works like a parry but it's a catch like you're catching the ball so you're like Come. um <laughs> but what makes this even crazier and makes it just slightly more worse 
is that there is a slight random aspect to it because there are different types of dodgeballs you can pick up. <laughs> oh, different types no. of dodgeballs work different types of ways. Okay. And one of a football is a sniper rifle. I promise you this. Now. Oh it, my god! You try. You can catch it. You can catch it. But man, it's difficult to catch a football. <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult to catch a football. Like when they throw it at you, that thing is like it, they let it go, and now it is hitting you. <laughs> wow! Footballs are sniper rifles. I promise you. I want to play this. <laughs> hey man, I got ten days. We can try it for free. <laughs> ten like, days. Footballs are sniper rifles. They have uh, multi balls, which usually you pick up one. This one lets you grab it, and now you have three that are floating around you, so you get three of them that you can just throw consecutively, <laughs> if need be. <laughs> which dangerous. is just like always oh, very dangerous. Yeah, if you don't see that coming, if you you saw them throw one, and you're like, okay, I'm good. Wait, there's another one. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> no! <laughs> no! <laughs> like, multi ball. Um, there's a cage ball. That one's evil. That one's honestly evil because oh. one of the things you can do and here's a fun mechanic: if you throw the cage at somebody, you can pick up the cage and now the throw it cage. off the map. or at somebody else. So the cage, oh when you God. throw it, you get hit with it. You are now in a cage. You are a ball. Oh my God! <laughs> Very you can roll good. away. Yeah, you can roll away, but they'll be faster and they can catch you for sure. If they catch you, they can now use you to hurt your teammates or yeet you off the mat so you just die, <laughs> which is. <laughs> It's fair. It is fair. You can get out. There's a way you can glide back in. If you double tap X on the way out, you get a little glider. You get a Fortnite glider that lets you glide back in if you can. <laughs> but that's honestly one of the rudest things you can get hit by is that. I promise you. <laughs> and in the unfortunate moments where you don't have a ball, but you are lucky enough to have a teammate, your friend can turn into your ball. And you can throw them at your teammate. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I wish yeah, you were yawning for a quick second. Wait a minute. So, <laughs> this is a three-on-three dodgeball game. In yes. which, if you are caught lacking, but you have a teammate, <laughs> you are never truly caught lacking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo, teammate. <laughs> they, th- they, think, uh, they think they got us. Yeah, they do think they got us. What are we going to do about this? It's like, I'll be your ball. <laughs> and Excuse you can hit a button. Me? What? And curl up into a ball, and they can oh pick you up. Oh, my God. <laughs> and if they, here's the deal, they can throw you normally, or they can charge it up. And when they get max charged with you, when they get max charge with a te- when you get max charged with a teammate, you get a super. <laughs> Wait so a minute. When you get Wait max charged a with a teammate, minute. you can then throw that teammate into the sky, and they become a bomb that now falls and explodes on whoever was in that area, and they get to aim it. <laughs> <laughs> Another ball that's in there that oh. I forgot about is that there is actually a ticking time bomb ball. That thing is rude. Because that ball can come back on you so fast because it literally becomes a hot potato. Once you pick it up, it starts ticking down. And you're like, <laughs> Yo, who's next? And you can find that and you can chuck it. If you chuck it at the last minute and they catch it, that thing explodes in their hand. Big sad. If you chuck it too early and they catch that, and they're like, oh, it's a ball? <laughs> they will throw it back at you. <laughs> they right, will so definitely I, try I, to throw I, it back I, at you. this game right now. Knockout City. Knockout City is so fun. <laughs> but by all means, go check that one out. That one's great. That one's great. That one's honestly great. <clears throat> but that that is it for my week. Knockout City is great. Hover Girls was cool. 
Love, Death, and Robots is Love, Death, and Robots. Let's be real. Right. Go check out Kipo. <laughs> go check out Megalobox 2. And go check out Yasuke. That's all I'm telling you to do. <laughs> all right. I'm going to my account Conco right now. So. <laughs> Say no more. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <All right. laughs> um, but next up, we got the news. And what we have to talk about, because we just have to talk about this. There's no way we don't talk about this. Because we got to talk about G.I. Joe Snake Eyes. G.I. Joe Origins Snake Eyes, the movie. So this I'm, looks cool. I it, am a little upset with this movie, though. It does <laughs> look cool. I, I am upset with the with the movie as well. I think I know the aspect you have to say. But Andre, <laughs> I know you're quiet for a reason. Take the floor and go on with what I say. I'm not I, know what you, I know you guys. Go, no. <laughs> you start. No. No. Okay. No. Ooh. This movie looks cool. I can't wait to see all the stuff they do with Snake Eyes because he's the best. Let's just be real. Mm-hmm. The best characters in G.I. Joe, hands mm-hmm. down, are just the ninjas. Yeah, they, they really they just are. are. It's Snake Eyes and... Um, Storm Shadow. Shadow Storm? Yeah. Storm Shadow. Shadow. Snake Eyes is Storm Shadow, my bad. Mm-hmm. The best there ones. are others as well, but like we're... we're there really, are others. We know what we're talking about. It's just What's we're the best ones? focusing on these two. <laughs> Look, man, they're making a movie about one of them specifically. They know who the best one is. <laughs> that being said, yo, Snake Eyes should never talk in this movie. Why are they making him talk? Realism? Ah, some, some sort of BS like that, even though it really shouldn't be. Don't, just don't have him talk, bro. He's mute. He just doesn't talk. It's na- you could have some actually really funny moments with the fact that he just doesn't talk. <laughs> You can do some really cool things. He should not be talking. And I know there was like, how do you write a movie where the main character doesn't talk? There are you'd many. be surprised. It'd be really easy. It is. It, it, you just have other characters movies. tell him things. <laughs> he doesn't have to be confused. He could just understand. <laughs> no, nah, shake your head. Have him he do not, sign he language. Cannot. He could shake his hand. He could do sign language. I don't think he ever does, though. No, but I'm saying, like, just so he could, but he could sign language, body action, shrug. Yeah, emotions go a long way, but my guy should not be talking. That's the saddest part. That's why I'm upset with it. It's my personal thing of why I'm upset with it. I'm like, he shouldn't be talking. He really shouldn't be talking. He's also, I know some people are probably upset about the fact that he's not wearing the mask for a bit. It's granted. This is supposed to be an origins thing. I get it, but we'll, we'll wait a little bit for him putting on the mask. I can, I can wait. Honestly, it usually comes down to the. Usually, when a situation like this comes down, it's usually because of the actor, quote unquote, not wanting to not get recognition for what they are doing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm like, nah, bro. But you're playing a certain character. Just put the mask on. People will know you did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> you're in the credits. Like we know you're there. You're the main character. <laughs> if anyone's gonna remember. Anyone in that movie, specifically as an actor, it's either it's the person that's doing the best job in it and the person that's playing the main character. <laughs> like, whoever yeah. has the takeaway, like the takeaway, like acting chops during it, whoever's just giving it their all, people are like, that guy, that guy nailed it. Yeah, yeah. And whoever is playing the main character. <laughs> Unless you're just doing a really bad job. <laughs> it's like, but it's, you're playing Snake Eyes, bro. We, we got you. <laughs> it's all good. You understand. You understand completely. You can put the mask on. It's okay. Everyone will be... Everyone... 
will not understate how well you did in this movie because they can't see your face. They won't. <laughs> in fact, even if they didn't, yeah, even if they didn't know, if you're in other things, and then people go back and see your 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 casting list, your MVD, IMVD. I can't remember. I'm not saying it right. I'm pretty sure. For some reason, I'm not saying it right. There it is. And he's like, but if they see that, they'll see. Oh yeah, he played Snake Eyes, and everybody will like what. You know how many times we like are constantly like just talking about actors and things like that, and be like, wait a minute, hold up, this guy played in what? <laughs> and you just start going on the list, and you're like, oh snap, he was in, he was in that? Oh, that was him in there, or that was her in this? Oh hey. The amount of times I see Tara Strong and Mark Hamill and think, well, Mark Hamill's weird because I can always recognize him in anything, but like mm-hmm. Tara Strong specifically, just going down her list for sure, and just hearing how many things she was in, and just being like, she was in that? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Really? <laughs> that was her? Huh. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like, but people people will pay attention to you. Don't worry. They don't need to see your face. It's okay. <laughs> You're playing a masked character anyway. Just put it on. It's fine. What about you, Leon? I feel like you were on the same page with me on that one. I was on the same page. You basically said everything that I was going to say. Cool. So, so Andre, did we say everything you wanted to say? <laughs> <laughs> I am upset. <laughs> I'm upset. <laughs> I I love Snake Eyes. I'm not about to go into the Snake Eyes history right now. I've I've already taken up. I've I've had Spider Man. This was my Spider Man. Another one of my Spider Man episodes apparently. So that took up a decent <laughs> chunk of time. But uh, and when I say Spider Man episode, I mean like for me, it's when I'm when I'm talking about I'm just going off the rails again and. But man, this ah fuck. Okay, <laughs> you you already betray the spirit of Snake Eyes with me in the first two seconds of a sixty-second <laughs> trailer teaser trailer. You like for me, and um, I'm not I'm not gonna say that like the the whole you know like business suits with the you know there's you know we've we've sort of we've sort of had this had a lot of this uh ninjas and modern modern ninjas and and of course i mean he's a ninja commando but like the arashikage uh there are a lot of adaptations so i'm not going to complain about the way the, the arashikage are being adapted here yeah but Ooh, fuck, man! I, I man, like, okay. I am, I am not happy. Like, could, could we give with, like exactly five minutes to do to do something? At least? Just, just so we, so we know. <laughs> this this story, you're pissing me off already. When the first thing you show me with Snake Eyes is him on the roof of a car fighting a bunch of ninjas. With no mask on, <laughs> like like the ninjas that we're dealing with, on in that scene, like it's it's dope. His suit, the suit that he's wearing, is oh, yeah. is dope. Like in the beginning of it, it's so cool. You know, he's got he's got the he's got the Uzi. That's 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 Snake Eyes right there. But if you know Snake Eyes lore, Snake Eyes lore. If if you know Snake Eyes lore. If you if you enjoy the character Snake Eyes, you are one who is 
very aware that despite the fact that the character notoriously does not speak nor do you see him without the mask on you do know that in some adaptations he's a white man with blonde hair and blue eyes and in others he's an Asian man with a shaved head or like you know a buzz cut and brown eyes um I personally I don't know if I don't I, I mean I never I was never like I mean it may be because I'm not Asian it, that may be it may be very like a, a really good thing I, the fact that Henry Golding is playing this character uh, was huge in general because he is a what is, is he, he's British and Asian oh, of course he's Asian but I think he's British as well but he's, he's an Asian actor who's playing mm-hmm. Snake Eyes who has been adapted as always having been an Asian man um, and I always love Snake Eyes my origin Snake Eyes, for Snake Eyes is he started he found the Arashikage or he he you know he's been there since he was young of course mm-hmm. I am judging well I'm not judging but I'm, I'm forming my opinion off of what this teaser trailer is teasing for me like this is giving me a taste of what I'm in for I'm not I'm, I'm not gonna say that this is you know oh this is what they're gonna do for, for the origin of Snake Eyes in this movie and I've only seen 60 seconds but yeah. when you show me oh my god dude just the spirit of the character you the music starts out like with the the, the synth the real synth it starts cool you see him mm-hmm. oh god the fuck man and I, I'm on a new level. Are you serious? For for Snake Eyes? No, dude. Don't. I don't like when I don't like when movie stars and and very you know pretty boys and celebrities start playing characters who I like. I love because those characters usually have a spirit of honor to mm-hmm. them, like some sense of 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 like there's a core to the aspect of the character that you do not betray and for me you betray that so quickly with the trailer like I mean he, he looks like he's coming out of the limousine oh not the limousine he's being delivered he's being brought to the Rashikage you know he's coming out he's got his, you know, his leather jacket on and he's probably looking around he's probably some cocky son of a bitch He's got his, you know, he's he's got messy hair, but like, man, look, join, look at look at him, look at him, dude. No, man, like, man, maybe I maybe I don't know enough about Snake Eyes. Maybe that's me, but from what I remember, though, weren't they the the deal with uh, Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow is that they are raised raised from like a young age as initially orphans yeah. into this, like they get. So it's like the idea that he's like stepping up out of a limousine and everything like that kind of feels a little weird because it's like, wait, aren't you supposed to be like more poor being raised in this mm-hmm. specific right. area now? Like in right. this monk establishment? So it's like, unless, granted, we don't know the full story. So this could be the idea of him being recruted. Right. And this all could be a very fish out of water situation for him. Right? And that's what I'm thinking like, it's going to be. Like it's it's a, you're so good at, you know, like you have so much potential and you're in like we maybe like we found you or something like that you should work for us or it could it could be anything that gets him in here but the yeah. feeling that i get f- 
from this trailer and from the character of Snake Eyes already is so Snake Eyes as I've always known him he's always been this because of his life he doesn't have this air of of he's not this ruffian he's not he's of course of course had to fight for himself mm-hmm. but he's not this street bad you know tough guy like he's not some he's not some bad boy yeah uh you mm-hmm. know with with potential and and like he's he's this he's been this kid or this young man or this soldier who is very disciplined and is is very you know he learns quick and this guy just gives me this feeling of you're gonna rise into the legend of being Scorpion. Like I, I don't see, I don't see how this character ends up being. How this is a movie of listen. The last time we got an origins movie, <laughs> it was not good for a comic book <laughs> character. I'm sorry, Wolverine. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm sorry. sorry. This to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I what do. I and boy. I'm telling you, <laughs> I have the same feeling as I did then. I I enjoyed it. I tried to gush on X Men Origins Wolverine enough, but the more I really tried cool to, there's some really cool parts. But the more I tried to, the more I was like, the more I tried to argue it, I was just like, or argue for it. I was, I was like, why, uh, why, but why, why but I, I uh, the argument just fell apart. This Why? I'm feeling like this origin, <laughs> this this kind of origin, like you're. Mm, I'm just gonna watch Sigma Six. I'm gonna watch the GI Joe yeah, cartoon. I'm gonna watch GI Joe. Dude, like there's so many. That, let me just name off some of the GI Joe cartoons right now, man. Because uh, Sigma Six alone, <laughs> alone, is is I, man. God, uh, G.I. Joe, I, Real American Hero, the G.I. Joe cart, like animated movies, bro. Like, what, oh, where's, what was where's the that one, one I used to watch? I think it was like CW or something that variety. Some, some sort of Saturday morning cartoon. Like, I remember I if it was Saturday see. morning, it probably was Sigma Six, I promise you. Sigma Six? Okay. It's, it's I, I just couldn't remember because it's just been so long. It's been so long. G.I. <laughs> Joe Renegades, man. That That's yep. like. I I don't give a rat's ass about G.I. Joe Retaliation, the one with The Rock. I saw it, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it enough, but I that enough was like just just this the snake eyes parts. That's it. That it's enough was Yes, man. G.I. <laughs> Joe Resolute, bro, like these Sigma Six was so I love Sigma Six so much. Dude. I have Sigma Six. GI, I have so many Snake Eyes, Sigma Six toys, bro. Oh my god, GI Joe the movie, GI Joe the Rise of Cobra. Well, even like even that one that was that was decent enough. Um, oh god, what 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 was it? Where was it? Where was it? Where was it? Spy Troops. Yes, GI Joe Spy Troops. I had this. I had this. Uh, it was a disc. It wasn't Blu-ray. It was back when we used. Regular old discs. It was a 2003 <laughs> direct-to-video CGI animated GI Joe movie, and it came with a toy, bro. It, it, they were like toy. To- oh my god, bro! I don't care about this movie. I was so excited for this Snake Eyes. It's not that I don't care because I'm gonna see it because I have to see yeah. it. Yeah, but yeah. It's Snake Eyes. It's, it's Snake it's Eyes, it, yeah. and I have to know what to do to my boy. 
But <laughs> I, I, man, I, I I don't want to. I don't like. I'm trying to make sure that my what I'm saying here is standing on some ground. But the last shot of seeing showing me the the mask, you know, that's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see a Snake Eyes origin movie where I see him when he is Snake Eyes, when he's Snake Eyes. When he is a grown man and he is snake eyes, he doesn't talk. You don't ever see him without that mask. Bro, I would have been fine seeing Henry Golding not like like seeing him like maybe flashbacks or something like that. But mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. I'm just asking for a different origin movie. I, I you know have what's no crazy? Like I get right you. Now. I get you. You know what's crazy? I honestly feel like he's gonna put this mask on. They're gonna show this is the last scene in the movie. Uh, you, I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. No. Yeah. If this scene shows up halfway through the movie, I'll be fine with it. I'll be like, all right, at least we get the later half of the movie. He's in the mask and it's all good. But that is like for sure. I'm looking at that last scene and that like that teaser and being like, this is the last shot in the movie, isn't it? It's like the last thing he'll do. (laughs) And you know what? You know what? If not, they will probably make it the scene right before the final fight yeah oh right before the final God. thing it's like yo here we have something for you no that's not that's the G- no i like that slightly better than the idea of, i like that slightly they open better. the box they yes. open the box you see it and then the movie just ends. i will rage <laughs> i'll rage that's, I'll, that's I'll the one thing we stuck then that's the case it's like when he saw his own his new outfit and everything so like, I want halfway through the movie he looks at this mask this shot this last shot of this teaser trailer I want by this point he doesn't talk or can't talk on anymore for whatever reason he is he's on the he's silent this man is silent yeah. for whatever mm-hmm. reason and then from this moment on it's just snake eyes I, just just snake eyes he's he's in the snake eyes gear Best and case then scenario, we get to him meeting like I want a G.I. Joe snake like I don't want towards the end of the movie now we're getting into how he sort of got towards the G.I. Joe or like oh we, we want to recruit you to the G.I. Joe like this is some Avengers set up for G.I. Joe yeah, you want to see his no, first mission as no, Snake Eyes no. on the G.I. Joe not I don't know what this is. I'm gonna put on the mask at the last minute, Snake uh-huh. Eyes. Yeah, like like this. I don't know what kind of hodgepodge. I feel like they're gonna throw in, and it feels like they're they're working towards, or not not they're going to. They're gonna work towards the GI Joe stuff, but it's mostly we want to see a male or a male. What I mean by male, what's the word I'm looking for? Fuck. Why am I adult? God damn. The adult yeah. Snake Eyes. <laughs> We're looking for an adult Snake Eyes movie where he's not in the G.I. Joe yet, but he is Snake Eyes, but he's not, mm-hmm. he's got to he's still not, work towards recruited. the honor of, mm-hmm. and see, mm-hmm. that I think was always, the the part, part of the allure of Snake Eyes was that he was always honorable, but this guy feels like they're going to have to whip him into shape, like they're going to yeah. have to teach him yeah. discipline. How to be honored. How to be you like respectful. You know what I'm saying? Like how to like he he learns how to you know he becomes this he becomes the, the favorite pupil because he's... Playboy turned into 
no you know like like, like some some Stop like it. some guy from the streets who like he, he had so much potential but he uh, he doesn't want it his destiny or some sh- yeah like, like i don't want that bruh honestly <laughs> honestly with the way gi uh gi joe um rise of cobra when we got those snake eyes flashbacks mm-hmm. bruh yeah. That was the movie that I wanted to follow, son. (laughs) I just want to see that. That was the live action Snake Eyes movie that you should have followed. You start with those flashbacks and then you can continue forward. Like, like you, like that, that was the template, bro. That was easy. That, and that's just one way that you can tell a Snake Eyes origin story. And you're going to do it. You already have your Asian Snake Eyes. That's an Asian young man. That's mm-hmm. like I don't know I don't know if the young man who played him the, you know, the actor is Asian, but that is he he grows up the the first scene it's him and Storm Shadow, he he's just a kid looking for food he sneaks in and you so he's he's this street kid he's off the streets but he's all he's respectful off jump, like he's yeah. like like there's potential in him off jump and he grows. He's dope, Into bro. The disciplined like, super badass. Bro. <laughs> I feel like Ninja this kid, man, I don't feel that with this guy, bro. And I get that off of the fact that Henry Golding wants his face seen. I know that's what it is. I know, and it may not, maybe Henry Golding doesn't want his face seen, but I've seen Henry Golding But Golden someone stuff. there does. I've seen, <laughs> I, I've seen what kind of projects Henry Golding's in. He's the, he's the pretty handsome character. Like, I'm not going to typecast the guy, especially... Man, I, God, he's he's pretty, he's pretty, okay. That kind of actor, I know they want their face seen. I don't like that. If that's the kind of if that oh, don't get out of this movie. You're not. I don't want you. I don't want you embodying the spirit of my of my character. No, be gone, be gone. I don't, I don't like that. Be gone, be gone with you. Be gone. And maybe he's trying to break out of the of the typecasting that he has sort of been in. Hopefully, because he's such a handsome guy. The guy's <laughs> last name is Golding. You know, like maybe that's it. But like, still, you don't. Sh- that's the way you start. That is not mm-hmm. by showing that you're in a Snake Eyes movie, and my your face is the first guy I'm looking at. <laughs> your face. That's not how you convince me that you're embodying the spirit of this character. Origin <laughs> no. movie, or origin <laughs> story, or not. That's not good. And then you play, I'm on a new level. A, a freaking action, like, remix. On, are you kidding me? For this character who, who I don't meditate to, to future? Are you kidding me? I don't meditate. Some people might. Hey, Bro, hey, if you hey, meditate hey, to future, I don't want any you, business with you at all. Are you doing it right <laughs> my question is i want nothing to do that's, with you that's the new way of zen my friend that's how you do yoga it's the future god bro this this i mean oh my god bro oh my god the action looks cool sure but that's it that i can like give this praise for that in like the suit that he's wearing throughout the black the ninjas is pretty man awful. that looks yeah, so it good yeah. it looks so good Cause that Snake Eyes helmet is Snake Eyes to a T. To a T, my I'm God. sad we're only gonna get to see it once. <laughs> the only way is, I could have, like, I've seen Snake Eyes with yeah. the silver visor. I've seen Snake Eyes with the black visor. I love both of them. If they would have showed me the silver visor, I would have been super impressed. I would have been stupid impressed. But of course, having this black 
visor allows for the actor to be able to wear it and um Mm -hmm. you know be able to see but still Mm -hmm. it'd be dark enough that they can they can tweak it in so that we can't see the actor's eyes and etc etc but through the silver Mm -hmm. one i'm sure of course they can play with it but you know they can they can make it happen i just just like he's he's wearing this Oh, God, dude. I, I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to give it a chance. We'll give it a chance. We'll give it well, a chance. Looks interesting. I just well, need him to shut agree. up, man. But what we all can agree upon is that once we see him, we will all come back and give power the same thoughts. So true. I am not so talking true. for Whether the rest of the podcast. Good I'm silent. Bad, I feel like we're going to get the same thoughts out of this. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. what I will say moving along from one thing of divisive opinions to another because I'm going to jump forward a little bit I'll go back to these other two but I'm going to jump forward a little bit need to talk about this uh, Lies of P you guys looked at this yet? yes this no. I did and I was okay Andre go look at Lies of P real quick okay <laughs> and I was very interested my, the, actually, honestly, the roller coaster of emotions I had was very interested in the beginning. Uh-huh. I thought this was a different game, honestly. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Then I saw what it was a little bit more, and I'm like, okay, this is this could be cool. That's a cool, unique idea. Then it hit a thing where I was like, wait, this is about who? <laughs> right. And then I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> what? <laughs> so oh I'm not gosh. upset with this. Like, I'm just very interested. By the concept of this idea Wait, it, and i know i think andre will have the same point where he's gonna figure out what this is about and he's gonna be like wait a minute huh it, <laughs> it, it didn't click for me and so after that one scene that weird thing i was like wait a minute what is this why and yeah. why is this man still carrying this thing <laughs> yeah it, it hit me after a certain point where i was like this is about what now <laughs> and i really put it together and i'm like huh Huh. All I, right. What is it actually? Is it a okay. video game or? Oh no, this is a video game. This is a video, this game. A video okay, game. Okay, okay, okay. So it's an interesting video game. It's a very interesting video game. Confusingly interesting video game. Confu- it baffles me how this is like. Someone thought of this and was like, "This is what I want to do." And I looked at this and I'm like, "You know what? You get hella points for originality, bro, because I never thought of an idea like this, yeah. but it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess for some reason I put this somewhere near what Meat Candy is kind of putting out. I want to see... <laughs> That's a weird one to say. That's a weird one to say. It, it is, it is. But I, just got, I just had that feeling. It was like, huh, Meat Candy. Very, very grimdark. Where are you yeah. at, Andre, in the, in the trailer? Um, I just I saw... Oh, we're pulling back. All right, bodies are everywhere. Okay. It's I'm at a, I'm about halfway through the trailer. It goes, yeah. Ooh, All right, look at that he's just that what uh-huh. is whoa? What's yeah. happening here? Yep. Wait a I'm minute. Smart man, I believe he'll put it together. <laughs> he has the brain power. He really does. <laughs> That's why I'm like, huh. <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, 
episode as long as you as long as you don't read don't read the description early just gotta get through it yeah and you'll probably be like wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> once he finishes we'll, we'll talk about it properly properly for a moment but like <laughs> well i guess while he's doing all that uh i just actually heard something about my week that you showed me just yesterday that had me going why okay whole uh ruby and justice league crossover that's a whole other conversation we'll get to that in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to fill out the quietness that we oh, have I know, right now. I know but, you're trying to fill out the time I appreciate it but that's a whole other conversation yeah that is a whole other conversation later. Later. are you serious okay what do you think are you serious what are you thinking Yo, is this, is this fucking Geppetto and Pinocchio? Yup. Yep. Yup. Yep. <laughs> Bro, I Why thought that see? from, yo, the moment I saw this long, like, case, I was like, yo, what is this? What is he yeah. lugging around? Okay, and then I me, got towards me. the end, and I'm like, yo, why do I feel like is that's an automaton? Yeah, is it when you you saw him helping out the uh, the little homie? Like he he finally like sat down and started like working with like the last little bit of the trailer where he's working on the the kid. Yes, so to speak. That's when I got there too, and I was like, "Is this Pinocchio?" Yeah, <laughs> grim dark yeah, right, Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah, right there, when that guy was sitting down, and like he clutched his hand almost, and he said something. This is Pinocchio. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, what happened, Pinocchio? <laughs> oh, what? We're getting Yo. what seems to be a very grim, dark. Oh Pinocchio. my mm-hmm. God! A Souls-like mm-hmm. game inspired by the classic story of Pinocchio. Exactly, and I looked at that. And was like that seems kind of wild. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to. I didn't scroll down, bro, because that's oh, right yeah, in that's the description. Say, do if I had it seen that, that would have spoiled it, bro. I said good trailer, but it's one of those things. Oh, like, this person. Like, so we got Alice Madness Returns years ago, and finally some dark, twisted Pinocchio. Yo, I am down for this. I'm down for this, too. I, I want to see. Well, I want to see. Whoa. I was like, okay. You have my attention. Also, I have a thing for, like, old versions of robots. Also, yeah, man. Awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anytime you introduce any form of fantasy setting and you're like, no, we actually have actual robots, though, that kind of act like humans. I'm like, okay, I'm down. I'm down. I'm so down for this right now. Mm-hmm. This in particular thing, I'm here for. I'm a big this lover of automatons and synthesoids. So, honestly, I, I feel I feel like Vision in the MCU could have been such a more intriguing character because I, I, I hear a lot of what? I want to ask you. Have you seen WandaVision, though? I have. I so have. there's a, the, the scene yes. where they really actually decide yes. to dive into that. Yes. And I was like, I'm glad. Yes. I'm glad WandaVision. <laughs> I, I wanted to talk. To, I, I still want to have, I think after this week, well, actually, it's, I mean, the season's over. So oh, yeah, it's been over. It's been over long enough that I, I, I would feel comfortable I don't know man people having a discussion well, yeah having a discussion about it yeah, discussion with it yeah we'll, let we'll do know. that yeah we'll do that Give some other time mm-hmm. but um it'll be the whole what is it 
Paul moment that you allowed him to have, something like that. Right, because I don't, oh, yeah, I don't for, know if he wants to watch Mortal it or has watched. Yeah, because we we did do a spoiler thing for Mortal Kombat. That was funny. It was a Paul and Dave Alma. Dave Alma really wanted to talk about that. I'm like, no, oh, yeah. fair enough. You love Mortal Kombat <laughs> by all means. So we was like, sure, we got five minutes to talk about anything, but we won't do five minutes for uh, WandaVision because there's some actual discussion. Yeah, there's some serious, there's some serious stuff to discuss, uh, especially Spider-Man. Thor, uh, Thor 4, Spider-Man, No Way Home, and uh, Multiverse of Madness. WandaVision definitely has a lot of discussion. But mm-hmm. a- a- anyways, Vision, I I, I love want the fact that WandaVision's out because that's fleshing out Vision even more. But Vision in the comics is such an underrated character, dude. He's so cool. I love synthesoids and uh, like Detroit yeah. Become Human. I Sonny in iRobot is Sonny's my, cool. oh yeah. my God, Sonny, I freaking love yes. Sonny, dude. I love, I love, love, love this. The fact that man, he's like this steampunk automaton, bro. Liza P. That's such a badass I'm name. I'm telling you, bro. You should. Well, you are going to. Yeah, you're gonna. Yeah, you play near. <laughs> yes. To be. Yes. Play, play near. Oh. Yeah. Now that Paul's not here to tell you to not play it in the right order. <laughs> yeah. Play the first near, then play the second one. Play automaton or automata after the first one. Uh, replicate, please. That's that's the order you're supposed to go in. And they, there are references in uh, like, there's you will appreciate automata more for playing the first game than you will playing it backwards. Okay. You just will. Okay. So I all promise. right. So officially, what is the order I should play? Like, cons- you can, at, if you want to get all, them, all the lore. Okay. Okay. You watch you watch Drakengard. Watch okay. Watch it. Oh. Listen to me on this. You All watch right. The Drakengard series. Watch okay. And then you play Replicant, and then you play Automata. Okay. You probably can't find Gestalt anymore, which is fine. That's just to me, it's the better version of the game. But like Replicant is the remake, but they have a a new remake for Replicant, so it's like just play that one. That one's fine. The only difference between the two is I've said it before in the podcast, but I'll say it for you. Um, the difference between Gestalt and Replicant is, or the original versions of them, is one is more so about a f- like they change up who the main character is, mm. and one is more about a father daughter relationship, and the other one's about Replicant is about a brother sister relationship. Mm. And for some reason, uh, the father daughter one just has more weight. It feels like a better story because of it, but. Uh, the events are the same essentially it's just the context is slightly different mm. and that's all it is that's that's all it is for for the other one so if you go through replicant and just think about the idea of it being a father-daughter relationship instead of a brother-sister one um you'll just understand basically what gestalt was doing and you'll you pretty you pretty much get both games you just won't get the uh the the voice acting of my boy Shojiro. i gotta remember the actual actor's name but he's in there mm. <laughs> Um, but that's about it. Replicant. So replicant, then automata, and then maybe, uh, maybe um, reincarnation when that comes out, depending. But you do need to play both in that order. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, I have. All started. With I that. unfortunately I have I had man I had so many other things that I want to talk about, uh, including Project Ragnarok. Um, that's true. Dude, so don't let me forget because I, I want to talk about this. I'm getting the signal that I need to leave. I want to talk okay. about Phantom Abyss. Uh, if you guys, there's so much, there's so much more. So okay. what yeah, I'm so what I'm checking off right now is don't talk about this without me. 
Uh, Project Ragnarok, <laughs> Phantom Abyss. Definitely don't talk about Phantom Abyss without me, because that gives the Legends of the Hidden Temple fan within me <laughs> super <laughs> huge nostalgic this vibes, is, is and that is... Mm, mm, God, this that looks so I'll good, do. man. We will... Um, because of this week's... The, the amount of stuff we had on this week, we will have technically a part two to this one. It'll be an Attack of the Minisode. Okay, cool. That's what we'll do. And we'll just come on okay. and do an Attack of the Minisode. And we can get this this group together again for one of those. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That. Also, look <laughs> up um, New World. That's an Amazon Games game. Amazon oh, yeah. I, did I didn't, I didn't even know Amazon Games were making. I didn't know they existed. But New World and... I only say New World because it looks cool, even though it's got a huge, like, it does, the art design, the art style, I don't, I don't know if they've chosen one, but that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's something that looked really cool. The trailer just came up on my homepage, and it intrigued mm-hmm. me enough. And Eterna Noctis, I don't know, have we, have we mentioned this before? If Eterna we haven't, Noctis. yeah, it's a, it's a, um, I don't it's a challenging 2D, 2D Metroidvania, that's, as it's described in the uh, bio, or the description for this uh, trailer on PlayStation's channel. But it's this really cool looking 2D Metrovania side schooler, of course. And I've been diving back into those a lot lately. So I'm I'm all back into my Metrovania kick. So I'm definitely look at those. Look at those because I'm gonna want to talk about those a lot. Or not a lot, but a decent amount. Decent amount. You guys yeah. you yeah. guys have a lot of two D side schooler experience uh under your belt as yeah. well. This is sure. This is true. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So, Mega Man is one of those things, bro. And yeah. Sonic, and a couple other things. Yeah. Right, yes. Yep. But yep. I will say that is going to be it for this podcast. Since oh, we okay. Got to peace out. Yeah, we're, we're at like 2.30 at this point, so it's fine. Yeah. We've, hit the, we've hit the required number anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that being said, we'll be signing off. We'll catch you guys around later this week. Uh, this is probably the only Attack of the Minnesota to be directly confirmed from, right. <laughs> from the podcast. So Within we'll an episode. sure talk about that later. <laughs> but look forward to that, guys. But we'll catch you guys around. Um, by all means, contact us if you want to ask about questions and things like that. Contact us on paperplayaction at gmail.com or hit us up on our Twitter at paper underscore action. Same thing with the Instagram. Same thing at uh, paper underscore action by all means go follow those check it out we'll be trying to get up as many things as possible like I said we're working on the YouTube channel to try to get some of that out there so me and Paul are going to be working together and trying to get that situated sweet dude um, but by all means we'll catch you guys next time uh, we also uh, have a musical selection at the end of this one gotta say this from Shinobi being let me find it I saw it a second ago Blackout Blackout by Shinobi all right yeah so look forward to that at the end of the podcast but we'll catch you guys around next time farewell